Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Flank. I'm joined by a 20-time champion, a two-time world champion, a legend to the Call of Duty scene. Give it up for Patrick Price, a.k.a. Aches, and give it up on the other side to another multi-champion, another world champion, another staple to the scene, Chris Duarte, a.k.a. Parasite Gentleman. What a fantastic day, Kyle. What a beautiful fucking day. How we doing, man? What's going on? I'm doing pretty good, man. I uh, actually just flew uh, from Dallas to California. I'm spending time with family, but, you know, I wasn't going to miss the show no matter what. Yeah, no, it, uh, that's cool. Though. You're, you're, so how far are you from me? How far are you from Hollywood? I'm in Santa Clarita. Look that uh, up. I think I'm probably like 30 minutes that's away. Yeah, that's not that far. don't sound too far. We might uh, have to hang out, man. If you guys are watching on YouTube, make sure to hit that sub button, man. We still got over 60% non-subscribed, 60% of viewers. So make sure to hit that sub button, man. And, and, and don't forget to hit that like button as well. How you doing? If you like it. Pat, how you doing, bro? You doing all right? <clears throat> I'm doing great, Tom. You know, another Friday, another uh, ex-Defiant Insider Sessions. That's yes, why we delayed say. these a little bit on Fridays. Mm -hmm. Um... Chris, we're missing you, and, and Tom, man, hey, I can't wait to get you in, man. It's going, it's going, you know, that time's coming. We're gonna get you in there. I think you're gonna be a nasty cleaners, Tom. I think Ooh. that's gonna be that's gonna be your go-to. Think so. that's my go-to. What's a cleaners? What is that? Is that like a like a gun or like a character? Or like a like, what is it? It's the uh, the fire faction. So you know, oh, you know okay, okay, I want okay, you having okay, a flamethrower okay. in your hands, Tom. Yeah, you know? it sounds like me. It sounds say hello yeah, to my yeah. little friend. How you doing? Yay! Hey, but it's been a pretty good day for me. Uh, in case you guys didn't see it. I was nominated for esports uh, content, not to toot my own horn here or anything like that, but oh, toot it, toot it, toot it. you know, I was nominated for uh, esports content creator of the year. So we're going to put the link in the description below if you're watching on YouTube and it's in the chat if you guys want to go vote. But it's uh, it's a nice little honor, man, to be nominated with so many amazing creators. Hector's in there as well. Um, and, you know, none of this is possible without Hector and some of the things that he was able to do and just and all those other creators, man. Shout out to them. First, esports awards. You guys ever be, uh, ever go to an esports awards? You guys ever go to that? Uh, I've never uh, been, man. I've never I, been. I wasn't able to make it. Wait, I thought, I thought I thought Pat was nominated for, like, worst takes on a podcast or something. Damn, no, that's got, not right, that Chris. It was for best multi-talented pro gamer, <laughs> podcast host, game designer, Mr. Do It All, I was nominated once, but but yeah, <laughs> no, Tom, that's that's honestly an honor, man. You should you should be you should be stoked and, and super proud about that, man. Thank you, you man. Know, I appreciate it, Pat. It, dude. Yeah, dude. So, uh, Thank you, man. Win. I know I know who I'll be voting for, Tom. I hey, know. I appreciate you, Pat and Chris. I appreciate all you guys and everybody in the chat as well. Thank you guys for all the love. Uh, yeah, it's it's an honor, man. I'm uh, I'm excited for it. We'll see how it all goes. But listen, we had a a, a crazy day at COD today. Not really. Went by really really fast. We should just hop right into it and talk about some of these matches. And there's a few uh, Q&A questions I took for the chat from the chat before the show um, that I'll ask at the end. And we'll talk about a little bit. So let's hop on in. Let's switch on over. We're starting things off. We got Toronto Ultra going up against Atlanta Phase. We got Gavitu Hardpoint, Tuscan S&D, Gav Control, Berlin Hardpoint, and Berlin S&D. Gentlemen, any thoughts and Avitos? This was a bloodbath. Phase came out and, and was just looking nice today. Looking like prime phase. I mean, hey, I, I've been saying it. They're the best in the game. They, they've been the best in the game. They are the best in the game. Uh, it was just a matter of time. I, you know, I, th these guys are coming out and, and, and just playing their game. And I think, you know, <clears throat> seeing how they performed today is just kind of, and, and honestly, how they have been performing recently. Mm -hmm. um, that, that They've been waiting for that major win. And, and I think it's going to be major four. I thought it was going to be major three. Ended up didn't happen. I think Major 4 is theirs to take. They're just looking on another level right now, and, and I'm stoked to see it. What about you, Chris? What were your thoughts? 
Uh, yeah, Faze looks on point, specifically Simp. Uh, that guy's been putting on a, a absolute show. I think in his last couple matches, he's been absolutely yeah, frying. He's hitting form for sure. Yeah, like he's he's definitely hitting form. I think uh, that's a, that's very important for this team because it's not to rag on Simp, but like this has been the Selium show throughout this entire um, season. I think you have had moments of, of you know of greatness from all of them, but like the consistency factor from players like Simp and Abizi, for example, have just not been there. While Sel's been kind of the the only person that's really been. You know, in that consistent stuff. As far as the ultra side, I think they're just at they're at a point in this year where they're kind of just outclassed by this team. There's not really much you can do in the veto scenario for ultra that would put them in a like favorable scenario. So I think ultra is just kind of fucked when they play phase yeah. uh, to to an extent. Well, what do you think happened to Toronto today? Because Pat, you actually wanted you actually <coughs> thought Toronto was going to win today, if I remember correctly. Yeah, so I picked Toronto. I thought, you know, they had upset potential in this match. Uh, the, the main reason I picked them, Tom, was because they played London last and they just came out so flat. And I think they even said it like their teamwork was off. Um, they didn't play a series that they felt, you know, they, they were happy about. So mm-hmm. um, I picked them to have a comeback series. Uh, obviously, this one wasn't it. It's always hard to kind of do that up against a team like FaZe. Yeah. But and listen, like I said, I still got faith in these Ultra guys. You know, they are my, my world champions in, in six weeks. So they still got plenty of time for me. To put it together, I still think they're a top four team in the game. It's just, it's hard, no matter what team you are, to, to perform when you're going up against a team as red hot as FaZe was today. Yeah, no, I agree. And we could tune into the listening with Toronto Ultra and kind of see how they were common through this one. Um, again, I th- their comms sounded even more slow than usual today. Uh, let's tune in and, and listen to the guys. Well, already top boat. Yeah, we've got boat. Oh, weak, weak, low weak, cliff, weak, low cliff, low cliff, under rock. Close, close on you. One turn. Is that his turn? Pass, under pass. Nice. Beezy's nice. on old. Yeah, we I'm set up. No, no, go new, go new, go new. Can we top over me? Yeah, yeah I'm watching more top. than one. I don't see him top boat. Let's kill me. Venice in the stairs. I'll kill him, I'll kill him. He's top green, top green. Top green, get out. S2 and hole. S2 and hole. On a hole. Sim. Mid tank, mid tank, mid tank. Left side, mid tank. Mid tank, left side. Oh shit, yeah. I'll kill him. I'll kill him high tank. Probably pinched around cliff then. Could already cliff on me. Yeah, one's gonna pinch. It's your it's your nice, nice. Sim top, sim top, sim top cliff. He's on the rock cliff. Nice. Look for one, nice, nice guy. Look at Yeah. Look at cliff. I'm going to flip. Red tar. I'm in bunker. Run red tar. I'm gonna get my cubby right now. Dead, we did. P5, one. I got it. I got it. I got it. Sims P5. Stand over here. Miami close. On the railing. Let's do, let's do. In time, fun green. Someone railing, railing, fun green. Yeah, on the railing, railing, railing. nice. Where's last guy? Or oil, oil, oil. Oil. Can we oil. get time? Yeah, I'm watching close. I've got time, we got time. Should I get top boat? No, oil. Well, maybe, 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 one shot, on one shot, old. There's one top old. One top old. One old. Okay, yeah. One's gonna be new on me. Cross, cross. Cross, new on me. I have to play these guys. Yeah, yeah. Just play the P5 still. I can play the P5. Good. Nothing's crossed you close. Side P5. Is he past you, Toby, or not? Nah, nah, he can't be. Okay. One shot on me. I'm wrapping up. Watch him make up. So, so the comms, they sounded like typical uh, Toronto Ultra comms, right? Very calm. Uh, for me, I just felt like Toronto just couldn't hang with the slang. They, they just couldn't get kills in this one. And FaZe, they were able to just get a really fat lead really early on and just kind of hold on to it. But I definitely think slang power was was hurting them in this. Uh, and that's what worries me about Toronto sometimes. And, and sometimes I, I've thought about it, too. They have Scrappy on the bench. I don't know if you guys were seeing what the hell he was doing in challenges, but my fucking God, has, has he been popping off down there? I granted, it is challenges, right? But I do think yeah. Scrappy's a really good player. I mean, he 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 came in and showed it. Granted, he he was playing a struggling New York with like a fresh freshest team change. 
Um, he was uh, he was he did really well in that series. They won, and he fried. Like he was the MVP of the series for sure. I think he's good enough to be in the league. My problem is, is like, who do you get rid of? Because people are like, get yeah. rid of Insight, blah, blah blah. I think Insight played really well for them at the major, and obviously Cammy's the other superstar. I think this team is just at a, in a bad position where they don't really have too many like players where they could like swap out, and not yeah. that they necessarily should, but Scrappy definitely can add some heavily needed slaying power to to this team. And, and any team, realistically, that that um could uh, could 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 go uh, could go for him. Sorry. Yeah, we'll take a look at the scoreboard. Twenty six and eighteen from Simp. Alec twenty four and eighteen. I mean, every time they they play Gavito, I feel like Simp and Alec are popping off. MC's doing his thing. Abizi fifteen and thirteen positive with a sub. So you know they they were all positive. Just slaying out on the other side. Everybody negative. Go ahead, I'm Pat. See, Arshi's playing well. I feel yeah. like he's been you know struck. Not struggling is not the right word for Arshi's, but he's been pretty inconsistent mm -hmm. in some series, right? Um, and, and it's good to see him come out versus a, a really talented team and another, you know, dominant man AR and, and kind of just show out. So that's a good sign for me, you know, if you're a FaZe fan. Yeah, no, I feel like Alex has been kicking up he recently, even even not just this yeah, match, recently. but even just like beforehand. I, I feel like he's been he's been looking really good for them. I, you know what he brings to the table for the team, too. He's not just he doesn't just bring talent to the team. I also think he's just a very level headed person on the team and kind of keeps them all in, in check, you know. Um, so, and I know FaZe has been grinding really, really hard, so you can definitely see the improvement. And we hop into the next one. We go into a Tuscan S&D, and my own was just not fucking close. FaZe were not afraid to get aggressive. And, and Chris, I kind of wanted to ask you, I, I like when teams play like this. I like when FaZe plays like this. I feel like this is how they need to play all the time. They have to get map control. They have to play aggro and just get in their face and, and just scare people you know what i'm saying your phase yeah. your atlanta phase like put the gas pedal down and make people scared make them back up make them have to think what you're doing and put that pressure on them and, and when you do shit like that you get the map control and i felt like phase was just not afraid to make plays today they were just running at them uh over and over again way too time that aggressive style like whenever they play like picks and play slow i feel like that gives teams like ultra an advantage i've always talked about how like when rounds extend ultra is really good but mm -hmm. when rounds are short and stuff like that that's when you're more likely to catch this ultra team off guard and phase did a really good job of it in this map but phase in general have been uh you know playing really well in search and destroy lately i don't know if it's just something that they've you know um just started doing better or if that's just, you know you know you got to tip it to the coach tupac right like that guy's mm -hmm. been playing like i said that guy's been playing a lot of S D uh eights and stuff like that just grinding his 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 fucking balls off to to hopefully you know translate some of that into some strategies for his actual you know coaching team yeah what do you think yeah, about I, that pat about the coaching about an snd coach because not a lot of teams have that yeah so i mean i think they definitely can be helpful um this case to me is is unique right because phase in the past have been absolutely dominant snd teams at times um and, and and honestly this is kind of just a matter of time like let's think about who who phase have played you know recently in search and how dominant they have been like they haven't had a bad snd so far in, in major four they're you know they're pretty much frying everybody and the games aren't close in search so i think this is just something where you know these guys as a team obviously with tupac um, you know, kind of just said like, hey, we have to get our S&D back. It needs to be this dominant kind of backbone in our in our best of five. And I think they did that. I mean, Toronto Ultra was the number one first blood team on Tuscan S&D, you know, in the game right now. And today, uh, FaZe got every first blood, five, five out of five. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and so, I don't, I mean... Honestly, yes, the coach does play a part. There's no disagreeing with that. But I think this is just a case of these guys, you know, realizing, hey, it's champs time. Like, they got to kick up and they got to figure out, you know, what should be their best mode. Because if S&D is FaZe's best mode, 
Mm-hmm. It is it is really, really hard to beat them. Yeah, I think S&D wins championships as well. If the team is looking really good in S&D and they have a strong respawn, it's just a scary team to look at. And you can kind of see how this S&D was going the first three rounds I already showed. They kind of blew right by them and phase went up 3-0. Ultra, they were able to win a couple rounds, and that was a round where they needed to get. It was a 2v4 situation, but phase they just roll as a unit, man. I, I like how they do this. Almost gets a little, a little iffy, a little sketchy, but look at how they're rolling. They're rolling in packs, man. They like a fucking bunch of fucking animals. Look, rolling in a pack, and he, I, I don't know how Kleenex was able to get two here. BZ gets caught sprinting. I just, I guess they didn't expect him to be there. But after this round, and FaZe go up 2 4, this is kind of where FaZe just blow them out. They rush A uh, in the 2 4 round, and then on the 2 5 round, they just end up playing a nice solid D and, and holding it down. So, really good SD from FaZe, honestly. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like it was uh, not even close. I felt like FaZe was dominating all the rounds. Uh, we'll take a look at the final scoreboard. Simp again, nine and five. Just came off a big first map. Alec as well, seven and five. So Simp and Alec really showing out in this one. Five and six from Abizi, four and five from MC. They're doing their thing. On the other side, everybody's negative except for Cami. Nobody can really get anything going. So just a really good S and D from mm-hmm. the Phase Boys. Any final thoughts, Chris? And Pat? I was gonna say as um as far as the S and D coach thing, I think it's super important, man. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, how good you know some of these players that have been you know in the pro league and stuff like that might be good at S and D. I think having somebody that's in there grinding S and D outside of the pro league, playing it a lot more than these pro teams do, because these pro teams still play it a lot, but it's not something they play as much as they do respawn. I think still, I think that's always going to be an issue uh-huh. uh, because we're playing multiple game modes. I think having another person to kind of like put input in that's experienced um definitely helps and i think if teams don't have somebody that is very very talented in D or like a coach in that aspect where they're kind of in the know of the scene and seeing a lot of the strats that um people put into these tournaments of, of snd players i think i think they're losing out man i think mm-hmm. it, it's oh. very very helpful i think the problem here chris is like because i agree with you from an overall standpoint but but i still think the issue is like who that person is right like because I, I, you know, there's cases that we can look at, and I'm not going to name drop, but the, where I, I, I view somebody on a team as completely pointless. Obviously, Tupac and Faze isn't one of those examples, but like, there's, there's some cases where I don't think it's being beneficial just because of, of who, and not only who, but the results of the team itself. And, and at, at some point, yeah. I feel like you got to make a change of who you have in those coach positions. But, um, I do. I mean, definitely. Of, yeah, but I do want to bring this up because um, I was I was looking at some stats here for the the matchups between Phase and Ultra. Mm-hmm. I feel like Ultra really really struggles against Phase in this game matchup wise. I think this is one of their roughest matchups for them. Tom, if you remembered, like at Major uh, Three playoffs, I was like, I really want uh, old, I really wanted Ultra to play Seattle because I think that would be a good matchup for them. Yeah, I think it's the reverse, right? Because when you look at this. Uh, Ultra has a decision when they play phase. Do they play them on Gav for like what team, what they veto? Do they veto Gav, which they're two and nine on, mm-hmm. or do they veto Bowcage, which phase is 11 and four on? Yeah. So obviously here they go with the, the, the Bowcage veto, which I, I mean, I think it's smart. It's, it's going to be hard to beat them on Bowcage regardless, mm-hmm. but then they get forced on Gav. And then the same thing for control where it's like, you know, Yes, Ultra is is decent at Gavitu control, but it's not their bread and butter, and it's like they would yeah. you know be better off on Tuscan or even Berlin, but in this situation they didn't have, and they ended up on Gav. So yeah, 
Um, I, you know, I think it's a really tough matchup for mm -hmm. them because they're playing they're playing their weak maps against you know phases honestly good maps and there's not really a way for them to win that veto process mm -hmm. and they're starting off the series basically on their back foot and just kind of already at a disadvantage. Yeah, I mean that's, that's why it's important. That's why it's important to be good at maps or have a lot of good maps in your map pool. You know, it's yeah. it's hard it, going yeah. into a veto. You're always gonna have an advantage if you're good at your map. I just remember in in World War Two TK just they never scrimmed London docks. They just whenever it got to London docks they leave the lobby. They just saved it whenever they and hosted. That, that them, Tom. I I've, I've said this in the get-go. That fucked them. When they played us, whoo, we knew they were vetoing London everything, mm -hmm. and we absolutely smoked them right, in the veto right. process. Right, that's, that's the factor, man. You can't just let maps go like that. Like, you can't just do that. You you have yeah. to try and get good at every map. But go ahead, Chris. I didn't mean to cut you off. Before. I mean, I was basically saying that Pat basically put it put it really well because, I mean, he had the stats to back it. But I basically said that, like, Ultra, Ultra in the case of FaZe this entire year, you can just see it. They just don't have a map pool that can compete with them. It's like you're just you're just gambling. It's like, well, they're not very good at their they're they're good at this map, but they're like slightly less good at this map. So mm -hmm. what do we play? <laughs> like, yeah. like they just don't have anything. They don't have a, a an ace up their sleeve, if you will, when right. it comes to playing phase like they do with other teams. Yeah, and then we get into the Gavin to control. This is the third map. Phase is already up 2-0, and we end up going into an overtime. Multiple defensive wins. You guys know how Gav control goes. Phase is on the offense for overtime. They actually go in with a listening for phase, and things are just going right for them during the listening. So let's tune in to Atlanta phase and see how they were common. I will never understand what MC says. I know, I know everything he's saying, bro. <laughs> Oh my god. Jesus. I forgot about that. I'm 
And that's going to do it for the listening for Atlanta phase. Holy shit, are these guys fucking twisted. I'm selling him this fucking turn. Bro, his comms are insane, bro. But he has good comms, though. He does have good comms. His comms are good. He's so fucking turned. When I teamed with him, he calmed the same way, and it used to get me so hyped up to hear him comment like that. I used to start comment just like him. I used to just get fucking turned and fucking repeat things 800 times. You just got us in a, in a mode. Got us you in said a one shot in a ring seven times. That guy was definitely dead, though. Like, he, yeah, that guy was dying for yeah, sure. Yeah, no, he, he, he's definitely, uh, you heard him the most in the comms for sure. But really good comms, man. I think they kept it flowing for a little while just because FaZe was just caught fire, right? They caught rhythm with kind of those spawn kills and getting onto that point. Um, and it comes down. I mean, the Ultra, they have five lives. FaZe have nine. There's about 12 seconds left, and, and FaZe just kind of put them in a blender. It was Toronto Ultra to end up pushing out ring here. And again, they just lose every fight. They can't win fights. FaZe, they end up just going a clean three dead. Ultra don't win a single gunfight. Just like that, 5-9 goes to 2-9, and Ultra just out. They're out of lives here. I was hyped up right here. I had $50 on a match. Cammy, he ends up getting a couple kills at, at the end here to save me a little bit. I had the over on Cammy, so I needed him to pop off right here. Uh, and he ended up, uh, everything worked out perfectly. FaZe got the win. Cammy got the kills. Bada bing, bada boom. That's going to do it. Sim played fantastic today. Uh, he ends oh, up going, sure. he and yeah, he ended up going 34 and 23 in the control. Everybody, uh, Abizi, 24, 30. RC's 25, 26, 24, and 22 from MC. And, and you can just see Sim, 34 and 23. I mean, every single map this guy fried. Every single map. I really wish map, Ultra bro. was able to clutch up that defense there on, on Gav. Because I really wanted to see them play that. Berlin hardpoint uh, that was game four, but FaZe mm -hmm. clutched up. Uh, a weird stat, but kind of a cool one is uh, FaZe has the most overall lives left on Gavitu control. So like every round and lives left when rounds in, mm -hmm. they have the most of any team at 624. So a weird stat Damn. considering, you know, Gav control is not their best map, but... Yeah. Um, That's a good stat that, to that have. It just goes to show their, their slang prowess and their ability to value their lives. So Yep. Um, and, and a takeaway for me from the Ultra is, um, you know, now... After they had that 10 SND streak, remember they won 10 SNDs in a row, like throughout the tournament and the online stage, they're now one in three. So their SND to me is starting to to fall off a little bit. Granted, they're playing some pretty good teams, played London, played FaZe, uh, played a team before that. Mm -hmm. So I really want to see Ultra get their SND back in form because I think that is something um, where, you know, if they are, if they, if they want a case to win a tournament, they have to be a dominant SND team. So I know it's Vanguard, I know it's inconsistent. But but uh, that is really important for this Ultra squad. Yep. Chris, any final thoughts on the series? Anything at all before we get into the next one? Uh, no, I'm good. Cool. We got Tuscan Hardpoint, <laughs> Desert Siege, SD. No, that's fine. I mean, hey, bro, if there's nothing to say. There's nothing to say. You know, no, you no, go it's, to the next it's, it's, it's like a waiter asking if you want dessert. No, <laughs> Tuscan Hardpoint, Desert Siege, SD. Tuscan Control. Yeah, I see funny. your brother. Everybody keeps seeing your brother running, I'm, running in the my, background. Uh, my niece. Just that's that's nice, though. You got your family and shit with you. You know, you, you're home and you, you're back in California where the sun's shining. Mm. But let's get into the next one. We got the Minnesota Rocker going up against the London Royal Ravens. Tuscan Hardpoint, Desert Siege SD, Tuscan Control, Berlin Hardpoint, Tuscan SD. We'll get into the Tuscan Hardpoint very back and forth in the first half of rotations. It was a tie game going into the second half. Chris, Pat, I'll let you guys give your thoughts on the vetoes and we'll get into it, man. What you got for us, Chris? I want to hear I'm you trying first. To, I'm trying to see the vetoes on Tommy's uh, stream, but like it's like delayed. Like I don't, I can't even see the oh, maps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I got you. <laughs> like, Tuscan, uh, it was uh, so for the hard point. Minnesota vetoed Gav. Um, London vetoed Bowcage. So London got Bowcage out of there. 
S and D, London got rid of Berlin, Minnesota got rid of Boat Cage, and for the control, Minnesota got rid of Gabitu and Ber and London got rid of Berlin. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading it right now. Honestly, these are these are good vetoes for I think these are really good vetoes for the Ravens side because like although the Ravens have been on the come up right now and they haven't been playing the best lately, these are maps they they tend to favor. They did a good job by getting rid of the uh, the the Bokage because the Bokage is a very is is pretty deceiving for me because I feel like the rocker were like i don't know at least back when they had major maniac it was just like they even played bokage when they had major on their team and it's not because major's bad or anything but like like it's just looking at the roster it's like oh they're a slow team but like they've been really good on bokage they've been able to hang or beat literally every good team that they've played on that map so i mean i think i, I think they just played the vetoes really well against this team mm -hmm. what about you pat what are your thoughts yeah, I agree with Chris. Although I'm surprised to see, I know, I mean, look, I know Ravens we were on and off a good Gav team, but I'm surprised to see, you know, that Rocker would just get rid of both uh, Gav Control and Gav uh, Gav Hardpoint. That kind of surprised me. Um, I'm not really too surprised because I mean, although like I, you, like you said, you hit the nail on the head. I think London was inconsistent at Gav. I think they play that map like a lot. Like it's like it's got to be a map they're comfortable on, even though the results aren't really there. And I don't really see Rocker playing it too much anymore. I think we actually used to talk. I think we talked about that when Rocker first swarmed. It's like, yo, they got to start like playing these like mixed your maps. Like they brought in like Cole Havoc, and 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 they got Sandy on the team and stuff like that. That like we want to see them play more like Tuskins and Bokages. So I think it's probably the roster getting. Sorry, sorry, Chris. Say that last sentence. You 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 cut out for a second. A little bit bad, but basically, uh, I think it's a case for Rocker kind of like getting better at like the closer range maps and taking advantage of their like aggression as a team, and that's why they probably have been avoiding Bokage or mm -hmm. not Bokage, sorry, Gavutu. Yeah, and like uh, the London have just been have picked that map a lot like in the past, so it's probably just a map that they're not as comfortable on. Yep. Uh, speaking of the London War Ravens, we actually got a special guest in the building. Sorry for all the pokes. We're just trying to get him in here. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome <laughs> Mr. Trey Boy Cardi to the flank. Ladies and gentlemen, what's going on, Mr. Trey Boy? Hello. What's up, Trey? How are you, mate? I'm good. How are you? Ah, uh, doing phenomenal, Trey. We're just watching over your series and we're watching you guys slap up Minnesota. How's it feel after a big W today? How you feeling? That was a huge W as well. I don't know every win for us right now is big just big, because yeah. we want to secure champs. Mm -hmm. um, like actually secure it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm happy with how today went. Uh, especially with, you know, you know we played well against Toronto, and then you know it's nice to see uh, nasty, just absolutely peace and everyone again. So yeah, did you? You know got a crazy team. Go ahead, Pat. I was just gonna say something that's really weird, Chris, because we were talking about vetoes and Trey. You can kind of chime in on this. When you guys were doing this veto process, how did you end up with both hard points in this series being Rocker's statistically worse maps? Uh, <laughs> their their Rocker is four and eight on Berlin and two and seven on Tuscan. Both the other maps, Gavitu and Bokeh, they have a fifty percent win rate, but they literally are are are, are getting <laughs> shit on in both of these hard points overall. Obviously, some are major maniac, and they end up as both hard points in the series. Uh, obviously both hard points that you go on and win in this series. So um, um, that to me was really surprising. So I wonder if you guys kind of had thought about that when you had done the vetoes and were like, damn, we got like our good maps and their shit maps. I mean, we planned like vetoes like day before, or, like even like a few days before. And we didn't expect them to play. I, I expected them to play at Tuscan and then maybe a, uh, maybe a Gab or we uh, don't expect them to play Gab and Berlin. Like we were allowing them to do that. 
And then when the Dom told us they're playing us on Tuscan, he came over and started laughing, saying that they trolled. Yeah, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm um, looking at this, I'm like, damn, they trolled. You guys. Yeah, I, I, if if anyone trolls against Dom, he just comes over laughing and goes, "Get this jersey on." They trolled, and then <laughs> and then we just sit down and then we're just ready to play. Yeah, well, listen, let's get back into the match a little bit. I want to just highlight the play from Gizmo here, and he's been fantastic ever since he's come back for you guys, Trey. I feel like he's just been a little playmaker for you guys, and I just he's like been, the route he takes here. He's been an absolute pleasure to play with as well. Yeah, um, dude, he's a good player, and he's smart. Right here, he makes the game-winning play. On the second rotation, instead of hitting old with like 12, 13 seconds left, he cuts back to the right. He gets a big one-on-one -on -one win. And he's going to get to this P1 hill. You guys end up locking down a full 60 here on this P1. And that was the biggest lead of the game. You guys go crazy here. It was because Gizmo gets here early, wins the one. And then he ends up picking up a couple more kills here. He puts some shots down into P-Dog. I know a couple players try to push him U here. He's able to get a big two-piece. And just like that, not only is he working streaks, you guys locked down so much time. This is kind of where everything changed for you guys. What the fuck were they looking at? I have no idea. I don't know if they were challenging the same person or what, but Gizmo took care of business, and he took out both guys, and then it was pretty much just a steady, uh, uh, pretty easy for London. Uh, going into the second P2s and P3s, they just kind of kept it mixy and kind of, you know, you can always, once you have a pretty fat lead in Vanguard, you just need to kind of just keep pushing hills and keeping it mixy and just hold on to your lead, you know, and trying to, yeah. trying to help, stay in front of rotations and, and lock them in, and, and that's what London did. Um, and it started mm -hmm. from Gizmo, so just really good plays. You guys would agree yeah, with that, Pat and Chris and Dre? Yeah, no, I, I like that, by the way, because Gizmo, well, Gizmo made the play, but in general, that P1 hill, the second time around, is an actual money hill. Like, it's not it's not necessarily at the rip off the rip of the game, mm -hmm. but the second time around, you can lock that down for so much time because you just have so much cover and, like, you just have so much map control when you're on that hill that, like, you can lock a team on a corner of the map like, every single look time. Look at Weasley go. Look yeah, at him. I, you got, I mean, <laughs> this, and, 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 look at Weasley go. I mean, look at this matter of fact let's go into the listening and pay close attention to nasty here because he just fucking pops off finds a big three piece let's tune in and see how the london boys are common this is so sick Alright, one shot. Attach on the back, Eddie. Alright, Sandy, that's right. Listen, he's behind the fountain, behind the fountain. Yeah, one's in the back, Eddie. He's behind the fountain, he's behind the fountain, he's behind the fountain, I'm shouting him now. Touch, touch one shot at the back of him. I'm leaving it. Go, 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 go
They're, they're already going to be new. They're already going to be new markets. They're, they're, they're not maps. They're not maps. Nat's going to do it for the listening. You can see going into the second B2, it was, it was nasty with the big four piece to kind of break into that one and lock down a lot of time there to extend their lead. And then going into the P3 hill, I Trey, I like the comms. Calm everybody down. Make sure people are taking the right routes. Take your time and work a good break. And I, and I think that's important to, to highlight that because sometimes teams, they get a lead. And they just start funneling and they just start flooding and they, they, they kind of lose track of what the initial job was. And I like how you calmed everybody down there and made sure that people were taking routes and that you had that opportunity. You had that gap, right? You had that lead to take that time yeah. and make but sure you got a good break. That's one thing that like I do it like I wouldn't say I'm like, I'm like an IGO in that sense because we were like you heard the comms there. Like everyone like has this. Everyone has a like everyone's oh, yeah. vocal. Everybody's talking. E Everybody. Everyone's vocal. No one's got like one way to play. Like we're not just listening to me. But if there's one thing that I make sure I do is always calm them down because you know how like young players are when they start fucking frying. Like, motor they start mouthy. running like a bunch yeah, of animals bro. and talking and yapping. You know, and, it happens to the to the best of us. Well, I mean, they'll get better with it as time goes on, for sure. Oh, of course. And I, I, honestly, I wouldn't have it any other way because you know, it's it, everyone's getting hyped and stuff like that, and it's like it's exciting, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, make sure and every making sure everyone's on the ball. You know, we, we don't want any ASMR comms. We want we want our we want it flooded. We want we want everyone knowing what's going on, and yeah. you know, and I'm just there telling everyone to calm down. So. I, I, like you. I like I like how we are right now. Yeah, I like the energy in your comms. I know Ultra kind of takes a different approach with their comms, and they like it calm. I know Chris has always talked about how much he likes it. I personally like more energy in him. I, I like to feel that energy when I'm playing um, from the comms, but it's all preference, right, within a team. Yeah. And it's kind of whatever works for you, right? Atlanta Phase, they yap a million miles an hour, but they all understand each other, and... You know, it works for them. So, yeah, every team's different, and the comments work for you guys. You guys sounded good in the listeners. Take a look at the final scoreboard. 26 and 20 for Nasty. Everybody else negative, but you, Trey, positive one at 16 and 15. So, Nasty, really picking it up in the slaying department. That big four piece was, was huge, especially in that P2 hill. And on the other side, Standy's the only one who really showed out. Everybody negative but him. He's 28 and 22, but Attach had a rough one, 11 and 17. Don't see that often, especially in Vanguard. Um, Havoc 16 to 19, 18 and 19 for Preston. So just a really rough map for the Minnesota Rocket boys. What do you think happened to them, Chris and Pat? What, what do you think was going on with Minnesota Rocket today, or do you think it was just London just coming oh, out and listen? And I know taking what was going bases? on. One, I got a question. Trey, did you get a haircut today? No, no, I okay. just look fucking good. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, Tom. I think. I mean, I, I know it's a simple thing, dude, but I, I think they literally beat themselves to come out in a series and, and literally pick. Your worst two maps against another team's good two maps. Mm -hmm. Like Ravens are ten and four on Berlin and nine and six on Tuscan. It's their best two maps. Yeah. And then Rocker literally has twenty percent win percentages on these maps and they play them. Like mm -hmm. they literally just threw this series and, and then when it's crunch time like this, when you gotta make champs, you're you know, on the verge of not qualifying and you come out and do some dumb shit like this in your vetoes. Bro, that's pathetic. And, and honestly, I think they know they trolled because usually Dan is in here in the chat, like having this kind of map veto discussion with me. I think they know they trolled, bro. I think they know that they literally fucked up big time in this. And this was a series that they honestly could have won. No offense, Trey. I think you guys are, are gross and on the comeback. But I think this is a series they easily could have won, mm -hmm. um, given with how, how, you know, how competitive they've been playing. But yeah, I think they just threw this series at the map vetoes and it was over right then and there. Like, like Trey said, their coach literally came back laughing at them, telling them, yo, get ready. <laughs> like, you're going to get a free dub. These guys are <laughs> like said, and trust me, trust me, I know this exists because 
because I've done the same thing. Like, there's been situations when I would veto against a team. I would, like, witness them doing the dumb shit, picking our best maps and their worst maps. And just in my head, I'm literally laughing at them. And I walk back to my team like, yo, they literally gave us this win. Optic World War II is one of those examples in pool play when they had to win one map. Mm -hmm. Situations like that, bro, like, yes, a team can be better or worse. But when you troll like that in the vetoes... Dude, it's it's over from the get go. Yeah, no, I I definitely think the videos might have not have held Minnesota Rocker at all. But then we get into the next one. We're gonna get into a Tuscan S and D, and this guy Gizmo. Not only was he making game winning plays in the hard point with the routes he was taking and the one on ones he was winning, but he starts off this S and D fucking kick, and he goes three and zero in the first round, and he keeps that streak going into the second and the third round. He's able to pick him up. They end up losing this round, but he's got the streaks, right? So, obviously, those are going to come in clutch. Regardless, Preston gets a big one-on-one win here. I thought Gizmo was going to kill him here. Um, and Preston, he just ends up using that column to an advantage, throwing a little shimmy here. Then we get into the one-two round. This is kind of where Gizmo was able to clutch up. Again, making plays. Gizmo, I feel like we keep saying his name ever since he's been back. I, I feel like he just adds a different energy to the squad. Minnesota, they rush a little bit of an eight plant here. Uh, they, they start backing up, and they do a good job. It started with Dylan attached. Man, the streak comes down, so they get the information. Nasty gets one, makes it a 1v3, but Dylan... He's able to find one, slides up through mid-map, boom, that's a two-piece, makes it a 1v1 situation. I'm thinking Attach might be able to clutch this 1v3, but Gizmo again with the clean beams, able to win the 1v1, so fantastic plays coming out of Mr. Gizmo. I know, Bro, uh, go ahead, Pat. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm just, I was focused on the hard points, but damn, we get into the search. Fucking Desert Siege is one of Rocker's best S&D maps. They're the number one team uh, you know, in the game on Desert Siege and win mm -hmm. percentage and first blood win percentage. Mm -hmm. And, and Wait, when you look at Ro the Rocker. Ravens. Oh, you said the, Rocker. I was like, uh, oh, my bad. You didn't say Rocker. You didn't say Rocker. The Ravens are the number one okay. Siege team in the game currently at 6-1, and one, and they have the highest first blood percentage at 87 per win percentage for when they get first bloods. Mm -hmm. Rocker, horrible at Siege. They're 3-2 they're and two in win percentage. They are second worst when, when, when planting the bomb. Like... Bro, I don't know. I, I this was this is pathetic, bro. Death taxes and rocker trolling vetoes. I guess those are your guarantees, because well, you know they they they, uh, they kept it close. They kept it close. I mean, this one went all the way down to around eleven. This was a really really big play coming in from Colt right here. I don't know how he was able to do this, um, but it's a two v two situation. Havoc makes it a two v one situation. Great snipes coming out of you, Mister Trey boy. You're not missing with day. that thing. Not, I had a great day. And then Havoc, he read this. I don't know how he read this. I don't know if this he... Was, this, was, this was horseshit. Why? You thought this was horseshit? Why? Yes. Why is that horseshit, Trey? Talk to me. I put Whoa. four bullets in his Swede. Yeah, even Gizmo lost full look. Even he, he put his head back. It, it, I don't, it was just it was a good read out of him. I don't know if maybe they saw you pushing in the death cam and, and probably called it out to anybody saying hacking and stuff. Come on, they're, they're playing on league PCs. I win that online. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you say you win that online? Is that what you say? Yeah, I win that online, 100%. <laughs> hey, Trey boy, I, hey, I wouldn't doubt it, bro. I wouldn't fucking doubt it. <laughs> and then we get into the 3-3 round, and Havoc does it again. I don't know how he was able to finesse two kills here. Uh, I could kind of show you guys how he was able to do it. He's going to make a move when you guys try and get that A-bomb down. It's a 2v3 in favor of London. Havoc makes yeah, a play. Kills the diffuser. Trey, he jumps at you. You got a pistol. Not really much you could do. Yeah, he jumps and turns six burns. Each. Tell him what you want me to do. Yeah, he's jumping out. Of, he's jumping through walls, Trey. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm guy, saying? Guy, guy, guy's fucking... <laughs> guy's an Avenger, bro. No, like, seriously, man. And then they go up 4-3. And then this round was a little interesting from uh, Attach. Attach had a, maybe a little bit of a brain fart here. 
I'm not really too sure what his play was, and, and you guys can kind of break it down and, and let me know. But Dylan, he's going to snipe right here. He's going to look over. They're going to get the bomb down. 3v4 situation again in favor of London. They're able to make it a 3v3. P-Dog finds one. Um, and then Gizmo and Nasty, they're able to find a couple kills here. I thought Dylan... When he made this play, I thought it was a fantastic play. I love the route that he was taking, and he completely full, he he bamboozled you guys, Trey. He, you had no idea where he was. I, he saw two of you guys there. I would have liked him to, to take one out and then run. Like, right uh, here. Right here. Uh, when on, it, on, honestly, honestly, if he tried, like, you, you kind of can't really see it on the camera, but Joey saw him. Like, his camera model, like, his player model doesn't really show it, like, properly, but, like... Uh -huh. Joey saw he, him right here. Joe like looking right in the it, other it was, direction. It, it was literally like 0.5 seconds after this. Like, the player camera doesn't really show it. I watched it back. Uh, okay. Like Okay, because right here, I thought it would have been a good play. Even the guy top train with, with that pistol, boom, da, 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 hit him with the pistol in the back, get the fuck out of there, 1v1, he, you know? Jo 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 Joey would have 100% killed him if he tried. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I, oh, yeah, Joey did turn around right away. You're right, he did yeah. turn around right away. So, you know, Dylan, he was kind of in a little bit of a, you know, he, he I we, saw we, him. We, I, we, we saw him, yeah, yeah, and I was calling out to Byron, he's yeah. on that, like... I, didn't, I also change. didn't even realize that Dylan had a pistol, so not really a brain fart, but he was, I, I liked the idea he had to try and clutch yeah. that up, because I felt like he made the good play. I thought maybe getting one and getting out would help him, but regardless, he's in a 1v2, so I'm trying if to make the play. If he had the no 100%, he would have clutched that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we go 4-4, four, four. you guys end up tying it up, you win one, Minnesota wins one, and then we go over to a round 11, and this is where you guys are just able to have a fantastic fucking retake, It's man. a 2v2 clutch from me and Ronald, by the way. Yeah. Absolutely stellar one. And I just like how you guys are able to do this first i really like the play for minnesota they rush that b site they rush it right away they get it down instantly but it's what they do after i like that they get it down they run away the tags come in the tags blow up on site and then i like that because the tags come in and they blow up on site havoc gets right back onto the bomb site um to kind of throw you guys off a little bit you guys probably think it might be cleared you guys still the tags havoc's gonna get back on there but you guys somehow just win every single fight Trey, yeah, you're going to open one him. up, the nasty, the afro. Seriously, you guys just, you guys were just, Trey, you're able to find two from the back of the spawn just shooting laser beams, and yeah. the rest of the guys are just able to get aggro. In Minnesota, we're not able to win a single gunfight there, so a, a clinical retake from London. That is not an easy bomb to retake. Uh, I feel like the best way to retake is what most people have been doing is, is getting on the bomb site and ninja defusing it. And looking over him, but you guys do it the the old fashioned way. You guys get every single Honestly, fucking I did, kill. I, I didn't realize what happened. To be honest, I got the pick and I was like, "All right, let's slow it down." Now I look at the thing, and so we were in a one before. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, like, you say that, but they weren't watching Rocker. anything. Yeah, they're the second worst team in the game Me. when planning a site on siege. So when they get bombed down on siege, they're second worst at win percentage. So they they lose them the most. I'm assuming probably like Paris is probably the worst, but hey. Still, that's that's pretty bad. Um, 0-3 today on planning it. So, you know, when it went around 11, then when they went A, you were kind of like, damn, they're probably chalked. But I do have a Vanguard stat for us, which I just received, which is kind of mind-blowing to me. 26% of all S&Ds in Vanguard go round 11. That's wait, high, wait, bro. say that again? Say that again? How much, how much percent? 20, 20, Over a quarter. 26%. Uh-huh. That's great. Wait, 26% what? Say that again? Say of it one all, more time. 26% of all S&D games yeah. go round 11 in Vanguard. Wow. That's, That's interesting. Wild. That is wild. Why do you think that is? Do you think it's just the maps and shit? Uh, I think it's just um, the game. But 
I think I think uh, a lot of it comes down to the ma- the 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 maps in terms of uh, the way they're designed. They're pretty fair offensively and defensively, at least in S and D. So a lot of time you just see teams trading like rounds. Yeah, I also think a lot of it. There's a in this game especially. I don't know what it is, but a lot of trolls happen. Yeah, no. Like, and I know it sounds weird, but you die in half a fucking second. The amount, so. the amount of like two v, the amount of like two v fours you can lose and stuff like that. Just uh-huh. people just die so quick around corners or get wall banged or something like that. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, and then we get into the next one. Get into the Tuscan control, man. This was a fucking snooze. <laughs> this is all defensive wins. Every single one except for the overtime, which is where Minnesota was able to clutch up. So let's go over to the overtime and see how Minnesota was able to do it. Trey, from your POV, right after you guys lose this map, where do you think things went wrong? How was Minnesota able to... I got to- glide-bombed for a tower <laughs> by my own teammate. On- <laughs> so we're going to have to show... Was that in the overtime, Trey? Cause we're yeah, gonna- it was. Yeah, it was really good. We're I had so gonna- much fun. We're going to have to take a look at this here because Trey died from a glide-bomb that was nowhere even near him. And, uh- I, got- I-, 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 I don't know what happened splash damage or whatever just got sent me back to hell um yeah we'll kind of see how they were able to do it minnesota off the rip they're able to get the a site uh pretty typical stuff i feel like every team's able to get the a site for the most part um and then they start doing that work on to b right they got a minute and a half left to go the lives are pretty much even minnesota they start by working some kills through plat and working some kills through church they're able to get onto the site but here comes the glide bomb this is what trey was talking about Let's take a look and see where this where this glided, where this fell. Look where, where I die! Yeah, no, that is insane. <laughs> that is fucking insane, bro. Look where I, I die, you're bro. So, you're so you're so you're so far away from me. I don't what? know. I, and I there's a wall, the and you're behind yeah, the wall. Like, where were you? Where were you? I'm at the blue truck, Chris. He's number five. Yeah, he's number five. He's number five. Oh, the the missiles. Right, my screen is tiny. Whoa! Where he died? Is that player? Wait, player one is there. It lands in front of him, and it's still whoa. And he doesn't even get heat. And he did the car blow up? No, the car. No, the car didn't blow up. Nah, I don't think that car blows up. Does that shit blow up? Look at that fucking thing. Look, 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 the car's still there. Look, the car's still there. Look, not blown up at all. Unscathed, but me, not unscathed. Blown up to smithereens, pieces gone. Reese just put in the chat that the same shit happened to him in the S and bombs are crazy. That's yeah, what I'm saying. That's yeah. nuts. It's probably just a it's probably just a coding error with that building and like the like I don't know the way it like and then we uh, just and then we lose the map because of it because I like I'm supposed to be like we get those trades and then it's a one v one and I'll get him off point or like yeah that would have been a big trade you would have got there you would have got that trade probably I mean he was weak just trying to stay alive you would have just slid the corner and probably killed him uh but Minnesota Tom, I got I got some breaking news oh shit talk to me I'm. A- can I link you a clip? Where do you want me to link you a clip? Where's the best place? TeamSpeak? Uh, yeah, you can link it to me on Twitter. Link it to me on Twitter, man. Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. Put, it, put in the DM. What, what I'm is this? I'm you want me to pull it, it up? A, a, yeah, 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 I'm going to drop it in the flank production. Yeah, no problem. I could pull DM. up anything. Yeah, So this is a... I just want to watch the first... Uh, let's see, the timestamp. Uh, this is Brian Saint. What is this, Pat? What video? We're putting ourselves in good situations. Now it's yeah, time to execute yeah, yeah. Go on them. Go for the first 25 seconds. So let's listen to the first 25 seconds, Tom. All right, let's listen to it. Let's bump the comms and listen to Brian Saint here in this random-ass clip that Patch is sent me. We've kind of been in a bit of a rough patch uh, in terms of, like, practice. We haven't been playing well. Uh, even back the last stage when we were performing really well, our practice wasn't, you know, fantastic either. But we kind of just pulled through in matches and, like, clutched things up a lot. But... Right now, we're just putting ourselves in good situations come match time, and we just can't figure out how to close out any map when it comes down to it. Things pause, get, like, really pause. frantic, and we just... Pausing, pausing. 
Hang on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm gonna have to grab a Q-tip and clean my ear out real quick. <laughs> Dude, what's wrong? I, I, I thought I heard Did that. Did you just too. whip you a Q-tip out of Where'd you get that? Can you play that for? Can you rewind ten seconds and play that? Rewind it. No problem. Hey, why don't we replay? I, I heard, Let's replay. Bad boom. Too. I heard that too. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, replay. I'm replaying it. I'm replaying it. Uh, in terms of like practice, I whip the Q-tip out his asshole. Uh, even back the last stage when we were performing really well, our practice wasn't you know fantastic either. But we kind of just pulled through in matches and we like, clutch things up a lot. But right now we're just yeah, putting yeah, ourselves yeah, in good situations come match time, and we just can't figure out how to close out any map when it comes down to it. Things get like really putting ourselves in good like, no situations structure. come match time. Mm -hmm. In what universe? <laughs> in Call of Duty competitive history. In what universe is picking your worst two maps and giving the other team their best two maps in respawn, putting yourself in a good situation? How mm -hmm. is that? Is he know. involved I don't in know. the process? I don't know. Maybe you got to use the Q-tip one more time. In the statistically worst position that you could have. <laughs> and yeah. that's just hard point. When we go to search, it was the same thing. You're literally setting your your boys up for failure. Well, I'm sure uh, the coaches listen, aren't the only love. ones that go into the vetoes. You know, like, we've talked about them, this. But I'm you know? saying them as a team. Them as a team. Yeah, as Brian's a team. It's, them as a team. It, it's a team thing. You know, you can't put it all on the coaches because the players have a lot of say on the vetoes for sure. Yeah, but as a team, they're saying they're putting themselves in good position. No, you're not. You're literally putting yourself in the worst position. Yeah. No, I anyway, uh, that's just it was some breaking news that popped up on my timeline. <laughs> I wanted to listen, and then I was mind blown. So let's get back into it. Game yeah, four. Let's get game Bo four. Cage, man. S and D. Bo By the way, Bo Cage. Oh, wait, Berlin, Berlin, Berlin Hardpoint. Berlin, Berlin Hardpoint. Hey, Pat, you've lost the plot, bro. Listen, You're I'm, I'm reading blade. stats on the left side, bro. Berlin Hardpoint. They're, they're four and eight. And and the Ravens are ten and four, bro. Yeah, this is a good map for the for the London Royal Ravens. This is a fantastic map. map. Dude, I might have to come back for the next series. This is my. <laughs> we'll get into the my next mind. one, babe. We get into the Berlin Hardpoint. This one was very, very back and forth. It honestly came all the way down to the end. Uh, I, Trey, how did, how was the beginning of this game going for you guys? You felt like you made you made any mistakes here? For for the most part, I felt you guys were just trading rotations, and uh, it was just it was just a very close game. This one was a was a nail biter. Yeah, honestly, um, yeah, it was just back and forth. Uh, I felt like a lot of the, like. I know it's so back and forth that I didn't realize that we were down so much. I think mm -hmm. we were down seventy at one point. Were um, you guys actually down that much? I think we were down that much at one point. And yeah, it maybe starts 60. here, right? Because this is where Minnesota is able to get a big change. So I'll tell you exactly what it is because I got it in my notebooks. Minnesota, they're able to chain the P4 and P5. This is kind of where they're able to build most of their lead. But it, again, it's just going into the second rotation of hard points where it's London that just kind of kicks up. We go into the second P1 train. You guys are just able to hold so much time and bring it all the way back. Oh, yeah, no. I, I, and it started rotation? with you. It started yeah, with you, yeah, Trey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It starts with you. You get here early. You were able to win one. Um, I don't know who you wanted against. You were able to put some clean beams into Priesta right there. There Boom. you go. See you later. Big one-on-one, -on -one and then just winning that one gunfight. That kind of delayed Minnesota's push a little bit. Afro's able to get there. Nasty wins one middle, and just like that, you guys are able to get into this site. Gizmo gets there quick. Priest is all by himself. You guys have the numbers. 
Havoc tries to make a push on the flank. He goes a little rogue. After he finds one, I would like to see him play, you know, a, try and play. He played a corner, but uh, I would have liked to see him get out of there and try and stay alive because if he's worried, if you guys are worried about him, it's going to kind of slow you guys down a little bit. You know what I'm saying, Trey? Yeah. Get a kill, play your life. It's going to slow down the London push, but he ends up going down. And just like that, London's going to get into this and, and bring this one all the way back. Tied up, so the lead for Minnesota dwindled fast, man. Very, very fast. And then it was the ending of the game. It was very back and forth. You guys were trading rotations, and it wasn't until the last third P2 hill where things got really mixy. Go back towards the P1. It's third oh, wait, set Tom, of our points. You gotta gas me up. You gotta gas me up real quick. Trey, you gotta I, back it up. You gotta back it up. No problem. Two piece on P1. Two piece on P1. This is what kind of third P1. Us. The third P1. Yeah. yeah so the so the P1 to P2 rotation. This was this was all me. Oh, P1 this to P P1 to P2. Yeah. Okay. Let's take a look, Trey boy. Let's see what you were able to do at the very end. You're saying. It's like, yeah, play I got like, you. I got yeah. you. I got you, Trey Boy. Don't worry about it. I'll get there. They, they have like four. Yeah, right here, Tom. Right there. I got there. you. I got you, Trey. Oh, I see what you're saying. When you're pushing through docks here. No, no. It was uh, on the P1. Like, they had full control. Uh -huh. And they, uh, they kind of trolled. On the P1, you they had Minnesota full control. Trolled? Oh, right here. Oh, I got 100%. you. I got yeah, right you. Here. Yeah, Trey. I got you here. Boom. Yeah, I he got it. stuck. Stanny got stuck at a wall. Look, he couldn't even jump if they, up. If, if they got all that time, it would have been like... Like, they should have gone with that time. It's a game of seconds, Trey, especially towards the end of oh, this 100%. one. Oh, 100%. And then know? we get, then, then we get yeah, you this. You guys get in there. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So that I make that two-piece, and then everyone's gassing that yeah. two-piece. And then I make the god play here. The god play. This is this is the route that I was going to bring up right here. This is where I wrote down. Then, right, then, you know, I'm actually so smart, Tom. I knew he see me cross P5, so number four is going to expect me to go B-bomb. So mm -hmm. I knew he was going to be playing a weird head glitch, so I'd mm -hmm. take him off there. Yeah. See you later. And, and I don't know why people were in the chat saying shit wasn't even nice. That was an average play. That was literally a game-winning play. I mean, Trey was able... It's a game of seconds, chat. Yeah, when it comes to, to these final moments, every gunfight matters so much. I mean, every I don't second make that matters piece, so much. If I don't make the two-piece, then we're stuck in spawn. Yeah, and then they, they go 2-4-8 to 2-2-1, they win yeah, the game. Yeah, they so. chain the hills, you know? it's it's, And then they going into the third peep, too. This is kind of, You guys were able to break it. And I kind of want to ask Chris and Pat, what do you guys think went wrong for Minnesota? I feel like their setup was kind of shit here. Um, it, it will kind of see it starts with Trey. He's able to pick out priest a priest has got to try and stay alive there or At least try and get one Once Preston dies back warehouse, that's gonna open up the street Gizmo's gonna make a play onto the hill I just feel like they should maybe have a little bit more bodies near hill Maybe try and stack that street a little bit more or try and help p-dog out Maybe p-dog can try and play some shimmies and try and play for the information But they end up just getting picked out. Did you guys like the way they played that right there Chris and Pat? I mean, I think it just comes down to getting blooded on the street, like, yeah. immediately. Like, if you get picked on that street, you just give the other team so much more free roam in terms of being able to check multiple corners because they can access the street side of the of the map to to get into the point. Um, I think Priesta, Priesta definitely need to live there or kill Trey, basically. That, that would have paid almost like, like Trey said, that two, that him getting those kills basically won them the game. It guaranteed it. Whereas, uh, if I think if... Uh, Minnesota would have got those kills. It pretty much would have guaranteed them winning. Yeah. And in Minnesota, yeah, I, I they were able to get in. Last, but... Oh, sorry. I no, think you got to be last, last <laughs> to engage there. Like, even if you don't die, even if you don't get the kill, just be last to engage. Let them have street. If you know that you can't stop them from getting street control, let them get pushed up. But as soon as they turn to fight the hill, it's a freebie for you. Yeah. Like, I, I think you literally just, if you want to, if you're trapped in that back room, just stay down and, and wait until they engage on the, per on the hill and then you can just flank and get a free kill. Yeah. Uh, as soon as they lost control, where, where Trey had nothing to worry about except 
kill the people in Hill yeah. and knew he didn't have to worry about anything else. It was it was GG. That's what yeah, I was saying. Like so play, yeah, like play off each other a little bit. Like maybe get some crossfires or work with each other. Pick up some trades. Like they just got like, they got picked one by one. P Dog gets gets picked. No trade at all. Trey gets a really good shot, and then get, that opens up the street. Gizmo hits the hill. Gets another pick. No trades. It's just they're getting picked one by one. And London, they get in there. They're able to close it out. Really big back, uh, really back and forth hard point to end things, man. We got Trey Zero, 32 and 25, <coughs> leading the way. The rest of his team, negative. So, Trey, taking care of the slang department when it comes to the London Royal Ravens. And then on the other side, Attach had a fantastic map, 34 and 22, but that was not enough. Um, did they get outslayed? Did Minnesota outslay you guys, Trey Boy? Because I think they might have outslayed you guys. Maybe know, a little bit. Enough, Tom. Yeah, uh, four, five. Yeah, they outslayed you guys. It was definitely very close. Definitely Let's very, go, very man. close. But there we go. Attach but had yeah, a good map, back. but it just yeah. wasn't enough. Going back to what you said, yeah. As soon as, like, honestly, as soon as I outplayed that guy at the docks, I knew we won the game because he's the only guy that was like. There. Usually, that usually that guy is like the guy that's supposed to be annoying that you always have to worry yeah. about. Once I picked him for free, it was over with. Yep. No, yeah. I agree. I agree. Definitely uh, not a good setup out of Minnesota. Trey, any final th thoughts on your series? Anything you want to say to, to everybody watching, all the supporters, to your team, anybody, anything? All the supporters that are asleep in London right now? Yeah, all the supporters that are knocked <laughs> nah, down. They'll wake up on YouTube. Yeah, they'll wake up. There's a few degenerates up, Pat. Come on now. Yeah, man. Um, Ah oh, well, I'll just shout out to the team. You know, we were oh, yeah. we were terrible. We were terrible for a month, and we were not in a great spot. And got Joey back. Now we're getting some wins on the board. So shout out, yeah. shout, shout out the team, and shout out Dom. Hell Those yeah! Went crazy trader all the way. Yo, yo Tom, heartbreaking yeah. news, but I gotta actually uh, like call the show early, at least on my end, because I got family stuff that I gotta take nah, care of. Good, I just got over here. I'm yeah. sorry, I couldn't uh, uh, make it through nah, the entire you're good, man. one. But tomorrow, we'll be good. No worries. Hey, we got Chris, this next year. Yeah, we'll, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah but, <laughs> do you got to leave right this instant, uh, Chris? You got to leave right now? Yeah. All yeah, right, brother. Yeah, yeah. Hey, let's get a waggy in the chat. Make sure to show Chris some love, man. He's got shit to do. I dump. appreciate y'all, man. Uh, Pat and uh, Tom will take care of you. Thanks for uh, coming in, Trey. Thank you, chat. I'll see you guys. Bye-bye. Later, yeah. Chris. Peace out. Hey, Trey Boy, you want to stick with us now that Chris is gone? You might as well. Yeah, go on then. Yeah, go on then. You might as well stick with us, man. Let's get into the next one, man. We got Boston going up against Seattle Surge, Bocage, Hardpoint, Tuskin, SD, Tuskin Control, Berlin, Hardpoint, Berlin, SD. Huh. I'll fix you, Pat. I'll fix you, Cam. Well, what happened to me? What happened I'll to fix me? you, Pat. Chris it's left. Hey, 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 Chris left. You know what I'm saying? So it <laughs> messed everything up. But I'll fix you, Pat. Yo, your thoughts on the vetoes. Go ahead. What are you thinking? Oh, listen, listen. This is actually a hilarious series because Seattle Surge is so abysmally dog shit at Gabba 2 <laughs> that they had to they had to veto it in both cases that wasn't like me roasting by the way they're 0-6 in hardpoint and they're 1-6 in control so they're 1-12 overall in respawns on Gabba 2 they're horrible at it that's not any that's just a statistical fact just so we're aware so so they obviously doing the the Lamar special had to auto veto um as we see here and dude yeah it worked out perfectly for Boston because think about it What's what's gonna stop Zinni from picking Gavitu? We know they're not vetoing, so the <laughs> only thing that can stop him is when the other team vetoes it. So thank God for for Vivid and Nero's sake that that they vetoed Gavitu for on their behalf. Um, Zinni obviously wasn't happy. Hopefully he's happy with the win. Uh, but yeah, I mean, hey, who, who would have thought Boston Breeze didn't play Gavitu and got a win? So 
I don't hey, they, know, Tom. And, and, they, and they look good today, Pat. You know, they, they, it's crazy. It's hey, crazy hey, how hey, they good played, you they look played when you don't cage. play attitude. They played get bow cage, and guess what? Guess who dropped forty plus kills? Was going for a fifty bomb. The, Pat. Guy, the guy who was doing it all year on Florida they and got, was the only one keeping Florida in. Yeah, the only one, and he he had a fucking fantastic map uh, in this first bow cage trade. Were you able to catch this series? I know uh, maybe uh, after the matches you might. Uh, it is so fucking good, bro. What do you think it is? You think it's just his aggression and the routes he takes? I nah, just feel he's like just, he's. He's just, he, he, honestly, he's underrated for starters. I don't know why people drop him. I mean, people drop, I say people I heard, drop him. I heard there it. was internal issues. That's what I heard. I mean, I mean, no, there probably is, but it's, it's vivid, bro. Like, the guy turned Dallas Empire around last year. Yeah, what kind um, of internal issues did you have, you know? like I know I what like, kind of internal issues there were. What happened, Pat? What happened? Guys, guys, I want a fucking sub player on my team. And Florida's like, nah, you got three ARs, my guy. Damn. I would have fucking internal issues if I'm vivid, too. <laughs> I would be bitching every day. You think Reese just got fed up, Pat? You think Reese just got fed up? Absolutely. And he should have, uh, rightfully so. That team was slow as molasses, and yes, Sky's fried when he pulled out a sub, but that team just traditionally was three ARs. Yeah. And so, yeah, if I'm vivid, I wouldn't have been happy either. Um, and I'm sure, you know, there's some, you know, disagreances on how to play the game and how to play certain situations, and obviously vivid is not the same style of player as those guys on that team, so... I think that, you know, was part of that. Um, and I think he, you know, he's better off on this Boston team. I think being around TJ and Nero, uh, not so much Zinni, but TJ and Nero definitely want to play the way Vivid wants to play. <laughs> why um, not Zinni? Why why are you always throwing strays at Zinni? What happened with Tony? Zinni's Pat? wanting to be on Gavitu. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like Pat Zinni's a good player on Bo Cage too. You know, Pat, you can play this match. Oh, he's too. not bad. He's not bad. But the fact that they were playing Gavitu in back-to-back -back series when you had Vivid and Nero, yeah, the only one on that team who could been could have been asking and and you know voting for that was Zinni because yep. none. There's no shot. Not even TJ would want to put Nero and Vivid on Gavitu when you could put him on Bo Cage or Tuscan. I, so. I agree. I agree. I, I, and Zed even said it in the chat. Hey, Zed even came in. He said it was all Zinni's fault. So I'm gonna believe the coach. Coach. Yeah, um, he did say that. He did yeah. say that, man. We also got Alec in the chat. Shout out to RC's great win today. You were doing your fucking thing per usual, Alex. So fantastic W. And get a RC's in the chat, man. Make sure to show him some love. Let's go into a listening with Seattle Surge. Pred was letting him have it. Was talking a little bit of shit. Let's tune in and see how he was coming. I'm coming, bro. Factor one shot. I went. Don't, don't let's right, get right, our We're good. Oh my god! Nice, nice. 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 I'll kill Ben, 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 I
I'm nading over. One time, I'm nading over. I'm flipping it. I'm flipping it. I'm looking over. I'm looking over. Can you get him? Yeah, I'll get him. Nice, nice. I'm nading him, guys. I'm selling him. I'm selling him. Right corner, right corner, dead. Yeah, I'm in 10. I'm in 10. One shot, front. One shot. Bench, bench, dead. I'm pitching cuts right now. Zinni's coming in. Zinni's coming in, man. I heard you. Zinni's coming in. Nice, bro. Yeah, I'm laying down. I don't see him. Tractor. I have tractor. I swung left. Challenge. Tractor dead. He's on the right. Uh, I'm gonna push it up, right, right. push it up, left. One shot in time. And, right, right. House. Right. and that's gonna do it for the Seattle Surge listening. What did you guys think about that one? A little shit talk coming from, from AG himself. A little prank calling Boston Breach bots, quote unquote. Yeah, I don't you know if love you can it. do that when someone's dropping 40 on your forehead, though. Yeah, I mean, hey, listen, Boston came out and. Maybe he was just K. talking to Zinni. We didn't know. We didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Zinni, I said, join the show. He texts me back saying, okay, drag, I'm here. I see him in the Discord. Then he texts me back, never mind. And I said, why not? <laughs> he, he said, I, I ain't joining. I'm chilling with my team. I said, all right, Tony. He's literally right here in the Discord. He just dipped out. So, Mr. Tony, not getting the special to guest uh, award this year, I don't think, from the flank, man. Who do you think is, who do you think is number one right now in, in, in the best guest of the year award for when we do an award ceremony at the end, man? Who do you think is number one right now? I think Donnie Temp might be number one. I yeah, think he Tim's up there for sure. Oh, look, I think he's back. He's back, Trey. Look, <laughs> he's back, Tony. Tony, are you here? What's this guy doing? What is he? He's joining the call. What's wrong with this guy? You know, hey Trey, you might need to be number one too, Trey. You might. Hey, nah, Trey. nah, 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 nah. Don Donny's been there way more. He's, he came there in person. I was fake. Uh, I took a hiatus for a month. Didn't even stream for a month, Tom. That's how that's how bad I was. I don't deserve no award. Um, I'll take I'll take I'll take best looking European player. I like that, Trey. I like that. I'm just laughing because Tony's putting his camera on and shit. What's wrong with it? Why can't he just? He said Yo, he's chilling. He said he's chilling in the room can, with his can team. You, can you guys hear me? Yeah, we can oh, hear you. Oh, there we go, dude. I've been I don't I've been trying to figure out how the fuck you can hear me. Are what you do you mean? Phone? You on? Yeah, he's yeah, I'm on my phone. Do I sound? You're calling in. Yeah, no, you're good. You're bad. calling in. Bad. You're calling in live. Where are you right now? What's going on? I'm in uh, Zed's room. Oh, you're in Zed's room. What are you guys doing in there? Yeah. You watching VOD or some shit? Yeah, no, we're watching, we're watching the flank. Hey, it's an auto. Let's get a link and a chat, baby. Yeah, sir, we were just talking about this first match where AG called you guys bots, Tony. He called y'all bots. Yeah, were you listening to that? Uh, I mean, I didn't know until now. It's all good. Yeah, he was listening. He, he was talking mad shit. We'll take a look at the final scoreboard. You guys scoreboard. are fucking morons if you think we're playing Gav because I'm sitting there arguing. <laughs> like that. You guys, you guys are fucking idiots. Well, walk us through it. Walk us through it, Tony. Why are you guys playing Gav in their other series? Look at what you're capable of doing on Bo on Bo Cage. Listen, man, I have the a number one cage team. I have an impeccable staff behind me that that sit there day in and day out <laughs> with statistics okay. and numbers and watching the yeah, mini map yeah. and, and and all that. So I can't really speak to that. Um, so and unfortunately, so does the Minnesota Rocker, and they somehow end up with their okay. Hold on, real quick. Let me say something play. because everyone's everyone's quick to uh, critique vetoes. We have three control maps in the game and four maps for the other modes. So We're when you play a good team. Uh, listen, all I'm saying is when you play a good team, it's pick your poison. They have multiple good maps. So no matter what, you're always going to be like, me, oh, why the fuck would they veto this? We don't have that. Question. I just want to ask you a question because I agree with you overall. But let me ask you this question. Uh, I'm just going to read you out some statistics. So just <laughs> oh, listen. Uh, the Royal Ravens are 0-2 and two on Bocage and 7-7 seven and seven on Gavitu. Okay. 10 and 4 on Berlin and 9 and 6 on Tuscan. Okay. So listen, I'm not going to say. No, I'm no, not going to say teams don't make mistakes, but what I, what I will say is like there's always a reason for it. Whether they're confident on the map, they've been playing well on it in scrims. It's not like teams look 
they look at the same stats you do. They don't sit there and go, hmm, let's fuck ourselves over. I'm sure it's, they do look at the same stats, but the problem is they make decisions based on mm, Havoc was frying in this scrim this day, this day. We won seven respawns in a row on this day. Blah. Who cares? Like your example, you have a Vivid and Nero. T- Tony, I would literally, you could win 50 gavs in a row. And I'm not, I'm, there's not, never a situation where I'm going to say, yo, go play phase on well, I mean, Gav. Go I mean, here's the thing, though. Here, when you can here's play my problem. map. If we would have lost Boat Cage, I'm sure you'd be sitting here saying, statistically speaking, yo, playing no Seattle on Boat Cage would be if, dumb as fuck. No, no, listen, you have a Vivid and Nero. You're the one team I want playing Boat Cage, whether you're playing phase or Seattle, because you stand the best chance. You have sub players That's who have the capability opinion. of when they go off. It was the same thing on Florida, bro. It was the same reason Florida was able to fucking win Boat Cages against top teams, because they have these players that counter that aggression. Some days you're not going to get all the kills. It's going to happen. But you have the players who are going to set be set up for success. Putting a player like Vivid and Nero on Gabatu, there is no set up for success it doesn't matter if they get the kills you're most likely going to lose more often than not because it's just not their style of play you're not giving them the opportunity to do what they're capable of doing but irregardless of that i just think there yes there are limited maps but you can still make rational good decisions on those limited maps it's just my opinion i don't know i, agree I get a lot of teams trolling their vetoes more often than I mean, not. No, I don't, uh, you can't I have don't, the mentality where there's only four maps right. Right. Listen, gotta, you know Listen, I mean, you, you have to sit here and you have to discuss something. All I'm saying is the map pool is so limited, and when you play top teams, you're both right. Like a phase or like a current London, for example, you're gonna have to play them on their stronger map sometimes. There's just no way around it with our map pool. That, that's my point. Yeah, it's just not always as black and white. You know, it's not it's not always as cut clear. But I definitely think that teams can definitely be making better decisions with their veto process. I mean, and and and, and honestly, if you think about it on the flip side, right? I, I think I heard you say London's like what six and one on siege. I'm sure Rocker was sitting there with all that vod, thinking, you know what, we can counter the fuck out of them, right? Like I'm sure that is important to know. I'm sure they were, but they could have played. You can't count a greatness, you know what I'm saying? Three hey, what's going on, my boy? What's good, my brother? <laughs> Man, this is a vibey flank right now, man. I like this you, little you, squad we got, bro. You can't count. You can't count a greatness with VOD. Like it just don't happen like that, Zin. You know this, <laughs> Zinny. What happened in the SND? Y'all got shit on. Uh, honestly, <laughs> dude, we started. We started off two and up two zero. I'm four and zero. Uh, and seven for me from that point. No, yeah, no, T I showed that. you one round, though, Zin. Zin, T no. showed you one round. No, no the. Uh, I mean, honestly, they just started. No, 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 no. T-, T showed you one round where he didn't watch your arch and you uh, got now, pinched. Tony, I got to complain. Oh, oh, oh no, no, no. That was my fault, Trey, because uh, Pred was... So Pred sprinted Medali, and I yeah. heard him from a while away. It was like a dinosaur. So <laughs> I thought there might have been multiple because I saw him and I was hearing shit and I was like, I need help mid. So T turned to help me and then Mac uh, hit left. So that was my fault. That was that was me saying I need help. Once Mac got these streaks, it was over. Once Mac was able to get these streaks, it was really tough for you guys to do anything. Zinni, I gotta be no, honest, honest with you, bro. I have to be. I, you know, you know, I'm a good friend of yours, right? You know, I would never, ke- you know, I would never <laughs> keep anything from you, right? You know, I would never yeah, keep anything up? from you. All right. So today, I might have played some bets on the matches. I might have played some bets. I might have put some money down. I might have put. That's $50 fine. You bet against me? No, it's not. It might be a little worse than betting against you, right? So it's an over/under. Oh. 
So oh, you, you pay, took the under. You, so you took under fifty three and a half for me. I took under fifty three and a half. You've been getting pooped on, Tony. I thought. I thought oh, yeah. maybe. No, no, that's fair. Did, did you, know did you lose saying? a win? I lost because of you. I lost my parlay because of you. I lost the parlay. Absolutely. No, I got. No, I had Beezy, Sib, Cami, and you, and I got every single one right, but yours, Tony. Every oh, single one right. Tell what I tell you. Just, just know I've officially hit my delusional phase. I currently. <laughs> For the first time in my career, I think there is a delay on my setup. There is something I cannot snap like I was before. I'm not, if anybody, listen, I'm being dead serious. If anybody watching has any fixes, I don't know what it, it's like. Instead of snapping, it drags. It's the best way I can explain it. I'm not a delusional guy. No, you, you played great today, Tony. You played great. Out. No, you play. It, it, listen, it was all basis no, at the end but, of the day. Uh, yeah, no, no. It, it was a good team win. No one specifically went off the entire series. I think Nero had like a crazy control. Uh huh. I think I think everyone did their part for the most part. Yeah. And Seattle's a strong team too, so that's obviously a big win for yeah, momentum. Yeah, great team. You guys look good today, Tony. You guys looked really good. Shout out to Wes in the chat. I love you too. Listen, bro, this missile. Did you think it should have killed him? Everybody's tripping about this missile. I thought I don't think there's anything wrong with it. TJ's yeah, still think, in the uh, door. Yeah, it goes to the door. He puts it through the door. He puts it right in the yeah, doorway. No, it, it, it doesn't kill number three. It kills oh, number one. Oh, what huh? the? It doesn't kill TJ? It doesn't kill no, number three? No, it kills Reese. What the fuck? That's what I'm, hey. yo, Tom, Tom, I'm telling you, bro. What they, the they, they, fuck? Wait, Zin, you saw I died to a glide today? What the uh, hell? What is wrong no, with the glides? Is it, has it, was there like uh, a silent fucking fix or some shit where they broke the know, game even more? fucking nukes, Tom. They broke this shit. Well, apparently not because people standing right next to it aren't even being affected. They're not even dying from it. Nah, it's just me. What? Me, 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 me and Reese. <laughs> it's just you and Reese, man. Hey, Reese, you're in the chat, man. You could join Reese if you want, man. We're in my Discord if you want to join up. We're just vibing. I'm, uh, no, he's in the other room. I'm in Zach's room. I'm rubbing my ass oh, he's with his clothes. Yeah, what? What, what, what the fuck? You're hey, rubbing his ass on Look at this. He's got, a, he's got a Louis Vuitton sweater. I'm rubbing my ass on it right now. What the? Hey, what's wrong? what's wrong with this guy? What the fuck is wrong with this guy? Who's your, co who's your coach, little Jesus. baby? What's coming on there? <laughs> little okay, baby. Here he is. What's up? What the fuck are you doing? Oh, what? No. You in trouble now? You're in trouble now. Uh-oh. <laughs> here he is. He <laughs> yeah, no, he's, no, he's got a bathing ape shirt. He's got a Louis Vuitton, a Star Wars. Yeah, who the fuck is this guy? This guy's this, this, guy, this guy's stock X. All right. <laughs> hey, this guy's fucking, he's learning the fucking app. The homepage of the app. He's this guy's fucking new releases. Yo, apparently, right, uh, what how much are you getting Tony, paid over there? You leaving Tony, paid, you, leaving Tony you out? Because I, I was going to ask you about this control. Y'all won 3-0. It was a good, comfortable win for you guys. I was gonna ask you how you feel, or how you um, felt after this. After a big, you guys, this was comfortable, Tony. There's not much to talk about here. Like this was very fucking comfortable think, out of y'all. Okay, so I think everybody looks at our three L loss against Thieves mm -hmm. and looks at it like, oh my god, these guys are not that good. Um, I mean, yeah, that's and I guess it's fair. But uh, listen, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna well, elaborate more. But you played Gavitu, so listen, we're we're very confident. Scrim's been going well. We're playing well. Reese adds a lot to the table. Um, so, yeah, we're excited to keep it. Hopefully, the ball rolling. That's all I got to say. Yeah, no, that's fine, Tony. That's all you got to say, right, man? Uh, one thing I want to say, was speaking of StockX, isn't StockX getting sued? Aren't they getting sued right know. now for, like, uh, hundreds know, of millions of dollars? I'm pretty sure they fucking got my one of my random emails in a data breach a few years ago. So fuck. Oh yeah, no, I've been dealing with that. I still deal with that to this Wait, day. What is that? What do you mean data? What what is that? Data yeah, basically data, back data in the where yeah passwords got removed. Oh, Zach, this is a oh nice shit. I'm I'm still dealing with that to this day. You know, uh, I literally someone tried hacking my Hulu account. Uh, uh, what the fuck? Unbelievable. That's because, crazy. Because I didn't know that. Oh, they were selling fake shit apparently.
That's what they were doing. That's crazy. Nike suing them. Damn. Hey, you know what? That Nike, if you're getting sued, Nike is not the person I would want to be getting sued by or the people, the company I would want to be getting sued by. That just sounds miserable. Hell no. Don't fuck your ass, though, yeah, boys. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, Tony. Tony, you don't even mad tonight, you know. Yeah, Why? You're feeling good right now, Tony. I can tell. You're moving mad. Did you steal your, your coach's cologne? I heard you say something about Zed's cologne. Did you steal? Yeah, wait. Yeah, what cologne is that? What Azaro? kind of, what what kind of cologne that? does he rock? Oh, Denzes? That smells good. That's your share of one bedroom. Nice, nice. You guys okay, okay, listen, I'm going uh, to head out. So yeah, any final, later, bro. final questions? No, Tony, anything you want to say to everybody watching? I mean, we're just going to breeze by the control. Y'all shit on him, but your, your supporters watching, maybe Zin City's yeah. watching, you know, let, yeah, let listen, them have man. it, bro. Let them hear something. Listen, listen I love you all. Uh, if we got Zin City in here. I'm struggling to, to balance the streaming and competing, so bear with me while I try to figure it out. Uh, but most importantly, vote for Zuma in the eSports Awards. Oh, I need stop every single it. Come person. On, stop. I need every single what we got five K people stop in here. It right now. Stop. If you that. don't if you don't pick that fucking laptop up, you lazy sacks of shit. Call of Duty has But one of the moderators, spam the link in the chat right now. I need everybody in here voting Thanks, for Zuma. Tony. I, I believe that, it's I, I believe it's eSports content creator of the, uh, of the year. Uh, esports content creator of the year. Yep, that's what, exactly what it is. I need everybody voting Zuma right now. So one of our Hector's got enough fucking awards. We got Zuma's winning this one. <laughs> hey, no, uh, Hector's Hector's been doing fantastic yeah, stuff listen, too. I love you. I love you all. Enjoy the rest of the show. Good night, fellas. All right, later, Tony. Have Thanks night, for hopping Tony. on, brother. Later. Thanks for hopping on. Listen, we could get into this control a little bit. Not really much to talk about. I felt like Seattle. Nero just had a series. Yeah, he had a you. series. And, and and listen, I I had mentioned about Nero. I feel like he's getting more consistent. I really believe that I, and i don't know what you think about that pat and trey what do you guys think yeah he, he definitely played good today um but vivid uh, i just i mean i'm not like trying to put any put any down on nero but, but vivid played actually the best on this team and i i think that's kind of just you know what you know how important this roster move was for for the breach um and and, and how bad it was for florida mm -hmm. um to let go of somebody who has the capability um, to do this to one of the top teams, you know, like when he gets maps where um, he can kind of just be a menace on the map. Yeah, uh, he's able to do stuff like that. And I think Nero is a great kind of uh, a partner in, in that regard to where that's what Vivid wanted, right? Just someone who could kind of just go rogue uh, yeah. uh, with him. So um, they're both really yeah, think, impactful players, you know, like think, Nero think, and Vivid. Together. Being together helps them both. Yeah, 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 right. And when you have two impactful players playing off one another, they're gonna feed off each other's energy. They're gonna, they're, they're gonna, they're just yeah. gonna mesh well together. Um, I think, like, I think the best thing about Vivid is, I think the best thing about Vivid is, and you know, no matter how, being a sub player as well, like if you're having a bad game, like you could not bring as much to the table, but he always is bringing. 150, whether it, you know he's 17 and 26, but you notice a good 17 and 26, like. Mm -hmm. You never have an issue with it. Yeah, so. no, I just feel that the, both of those guys, man, when you play against them, you feel their presence when they're having good maps. You know, so you're just like, yeah, you can you can feel him on the map. You're always looking for him. He's always popping pieces. It's just, you, you ever you ever play against a player where they're frying and you don't feel him at all? You'll, like, see the scoreboard. Oh, yeah, no, 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 <laughs> you ever yeah, have yeah, those no, moments? Happened, yeah. Like, do you, you look back and you're like, this guy had 40 kills? He, this guy didn't, didn't fuck, fuck with me once. How did I get yeah. 40 kills? Vivid and, and, and Nero, you're not going to have maps like that where you're like, how does this guy have 40 kills? You're going to feel their 40 kills. You're going to know where they are. You're going to know what they're doing, and it's it's going to be annoying to play against. So, you know, they're going to be really good players, and I think together the, they got the formula, man. And then we get into the Berlin hard point. 
Um, and again, this is where Boston was just able to close it out. I'm not, I'm not really too sure. I felt like Seattle, Kate, they didn't look like themselves today, though. That was the first time Surge has ever been swept in control. They had, that, that was the first time they, that they went swept with no round? They didn't win a round? Yeah, they got 3-0 in control. That was the first time. That's interesting. That's where you getting all these stats, man. You got a little, you got a little burner, huh? You got, got a source, source yeah. man. You got a source. Yeah, I like that, Pat. Pat. I actually lost Phil. I actually lost Phil at this hill. Mister mm -hmm. Turtle, I got you me lost Phil at this hill, Trey. Yeah. Why? Yeah, I was, yeah, you can watch it. <laughs> Uh, this is where Seattle do not hold street, ladies and gentlemen, because I have it written down in my notes. P3, Seattle. I mean, listen, Trey, I have been bitching about this play for so long. Like, seriously, t teams do not want to hold street. I don't know what it is. Are they scared to hold it? Like, are they scared to just kind of wide chow it? You know what I, I'm saying? I think if you look at the minimap, I think I kind of got mixed up. Uh, like, at the start of the hill, like, Sib, Sib goes to run out to the street and then runs back in because he sees the mask born there. Right. I think... You know, so, so I think, think Fred Sib was gonna go grab in, it. I think Fred probably should have sat in Hill and then Lamar and fucking yeah, Lamar and I think, Sib hit the street I think and just Lamar maybe it. maybe Lamar was just nervous that Boston was already up the street and he, that he wasn't gonna make it across. I think, I think if I, I think if Sib and Lamar hit it out straight away, there should be no issue. I just yeah. think Fred probably should sit in time and not Sib. Well, realistically though, the first, the, especially Dante, I feel like I feel like he should have he should have picked it up. Like he should have just went for it. Like he should have just got it because he had yeah, the timing. When, when, when he had the timing when his teammate for it. dies, he should have already been gone because he knows he's going to spawn there. Yeah, but. I mean, I mean, listen, look at look at the last hill. I mean, there's there's legit four seconds left of old. Nobody's even going towards street. Somebody's pushing out fire. Dante doesn't even go. He he thinks about it, but he doesn't even do it. And a number eight spawns up and floods. To be I fair, it, Pred has a I, sub. I I think it's like what you said, Tom. It's like they just had an off day. I think I saw one of them tweet it too. I, I feel like any yeah, other day they're probably day. not doing this. I, I probably they're probably not doing this. Yeah, no. I I feel like just the decision making, like not in terms of them shooting straight. Even watching them play, I felt like they were shooting straight as fuck. It's just their decision making just seemed a little bit. I mean, off they today. just literally won an event like looking pretty good. I know I know Pat has a different opinion on them, but. Like they look pretty good. That they're a smart team. Like that, they'll watch. Like they'll watch it back, and they'll just be like, "All right, we fucking trolled." Like, so, so I was gonna bring this up. Um, you know, yeah, I'm not the highest on Seattle, but something I've said from the beginning and been very consistent about is <clears throat> when this this team relies on Sib and Pred, right? They rely on both of those guys to go off. And in this series, um, and I was going to wait to the end, uh, Sib didn't have a good series. He had a point eight. Uh, Pred was doing his thing. Pred's still playing kind of MVP level since Major 3. But Sib didn't have a good series. Like a point eight for him is pretty, you know, pretty drastic difference from what we're used to seeing, what he's capable of. Um, and, and, and it's really hard for the Seattle team, in my opinion, when both of these guys don't play together well, mm -hmm. they struggle. It's It's been that way from the get-go. It's never been a situation where one of these guys or neither of these guys struggled and they dominate a team or win a match. Like when, when that is off, when that isn't in parallel, um, they, they, they struggle. And so, you know, this is just obviously yeah. another case. Um, can't you say that about every team though, Pat? Like not about necessarily. Their, I just because like their superstar players like sell does well. if they're not, if or, they're, if the, if the superstars are not performing, it's like, well, again, they're not going to do well. I mean, know? I look at it like, I look at it like my team, like, um, like, I know for a fact my team, like, we win maps, like, when we're all negative. Or, like, you just saw it there, we just played the game there, I'm the only one positive in a map. And Yeah, it's, some teams rely and, on and, slaying and, more than and, others. And, and my, 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 team, my team's got superstars, even though they're not doing it every series, but our teamwork works so well to the point where we can all go negative and still win the map. And I'm, like, and everyone's happy with that. Yeah. 
yeah. I feel like New York can do that. I feel like FaZe can do that. I feel like Optic can do that. Like, to, to me, it's just the fact that, like, these guys rely so heavily on that slang capability to win. And when that's not there, they, they struggle. And, and I don't know. I mean, yeah, you I can see what you you're saying by that. You're saying it more as, you know, some teams, they, they might not be there consistently with the slang, but they, they still make the right decisions and they still play off on each other in, a, in the right way. Right, yeah. Where, where Seattle, like Seattle, you feel like it, they're all kills. Like, you feel like they're, it's not, they're not they're not really the type of team where they're winning maps because of their decision making is what you're saying. Right, exactly. And, and when we look at it, like when we look at the matches Seattle lost versus what they win, like yeah. it's, it, it seems a lot like, you know, those two guys specifically are mm -hmm. kind of the catalyst for this team. Like they win almost every time when those two have a good game, even if accuracy plays bad or Mac plays bad when those two are playing well. And I think it, it does have to do with the pace at which those two play at, but those two specifically, when they play well together, they win. And when one of them has an off game or both of them play bad, they lose. So but you don't um, think that's fixable, Pat? For instance, you got two guys, right? Very talented. You don't think that Lamar might see situations, right? You know how Lamar is watching VOD back where maybe they're not playing together. The team's doing stupid shit. You, you know, you don't think you don't think these kids got what it takes. These guys got what it takes to, to put their shit together, put their minds together. They won an event, you know? I feel like that's why they won the event because it's not like they just never fucking work with each other. Like, they just won an event. Like, this this is an incredible team. They have ta right. They're very talented. That They're obviously professional players that, that are good at working with each other. But you just worry about the consistency of that. Right, yeah. So so that's kind of my concern, Tom, of when we talk about can they put it together. Like, yeah, at, at Major 3, they were able to play consistently well, all of them, yeah. um, and, and take the event. But more times than not, I mean, I feel like that's not as achievable, right? Like, you can't rely on that every game. You can't go into a series, and Tom, you know this with any team, you can't go into a game and be like, these two guys are going to perform well every single game. And if that's their win condition, that's not something you can rely on. Can it happen? Absolutely. Can it yeah. not happen? Absolutely. Um, but I think, you know, it, when we talk about how these tournaments go and, you know, the, the they're obviously short sometimes in terms of like it's eight teams uh, or sorry, 12 teams and some starting losers, like you mm -hmm. catch one bad series and, and that could change the trajectory of your tournament. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I just I, I feel like, you know, they're obviously a top team. I've had them in that kind of five, six range, mm -hmm. but but they just are so reliant on those two guys. So it's a lot of pressure on those two guys as well. Obviously, Pred is still playing, you know, above and beyond. But but if Sib, you know, isn't able to keep that consistency up, it's, it's just tough for them to, to stay yeah. in that upper echelon group where they have series where they just lose to the breach. Mm -hmm. By the way, weird stat. It's not that big of a deal, but uh, mm -hmm. breach is now undefeated against surge. They've not lost to surge they're four and oh and hard point against them wow interesting. Uh, so kind of interesting just that matchups right it's, 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 yeah, yeah. Ma matchups are a serious thing in cod man like i just think the game i just think the game is like no nah, but it's in every game trey every game no is no, always no no, no. You, you are right but like you know picture how many games are like different in there where you're like bro like you know as they sit there and you'll be like oh this team's would easy it should easily be um yeah, and then right like, next thing mm -hmm. I, you know, and versus it, uh, you Trey, know, you it, were that team for us in World War Two. That team that was just yeah, like yeah, yeah. a blind counter to us. You guys just figured, yeah. us, figured us out, or it just worked. Like whatever you guys did against us, just worked. 
But everything else we did against everybody else won. We used to slap everybody and we play red reserve and all of a sudden. We had like a crazy record against you, it was like seven to one or something like that. But you would smoke everyone else. Yeah, we would we yeah, exactly. We would smoke everybody else. So if we didn't see you guys in a tournament or we lost you guys, we just make the losers run or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you you were just a tough match for us. And it just sometimes it's just how it is. It's play styles and all kinds of shit. Same thing in World War II, Tom. We didn't want to play you guys because you guys were a way better match for us than we Yeah, hundred World War Two chance was a big example that we knew that if we were playing eg in the finals that we were going to win we were pretty confident but you know the, if we were playing red reserve in the finals we might be sitting there like wait hold up a minute we gotta focus the fuck up these motherfuckers are these motherfuckers know us you know so it's just matchups and Pat, i think you guys matched up well against dk to yeah. be honest v with and you. dude a big example is vetoes man like look at this situation right like we talk about breach in seattle yeah they've only played twice but think about what we've been saying about Breach. When they don't have a Gav in their series, they usually win it. Yeah. And what's the map that Seattle's been auto vetoing all year long? It's Gav. So it's yeah. kind of, it really, it, it, it's it's funny how it works out. But but um, I think vetoes do play a big part in that kind of that yeah. matchup process in terms of what maps you're getting and what you're able to 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 have against what team. But but yeah, obviously the game is it, uh, this game is more of a toss up than I think. It's we've also seen it. so hard to be consistent, like. You know, it is. We can date. We, we, we can date. We can date it back to me. First series of the week, I I drop a one point six, and then you yeah, know, I'm, I'm, I, that's true. But then you know, you're back to reality. Same with same with Sib. He had an unbelievable event. Yeah, you know, dude, and, we've seen it with so many top players this year. It, it, where they're, they're finding I mean, I mean, even Shotzi, man, he's had some. I was, I, was, I was gonna say Simp as well. Like Simp, yeah, Simp is another I, one. I I, I, I think Simp is one of the one of the best players in COD history. Yeah, you know, all of them. Most like you know, they're all having the legend. same issues. We keep talking the, about the same issues with different players. Everybody's yeah, having nah. the same fucking problems. Uh, there's, a, there's like a, there's like a, and it's so hard to be that consistent at any level. Like no matter what game you're on, but we've yeah. seen it a lot more on this game than any other game in COD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I agree. The, way the games are designed now, they're crazy. You no, know, I, I, I agree. I, I don't think the thought, the right thought process is there when, when they're designing them. I think they're thinking about other things. Um, when they need to be thinking about the most important things which is maps and spawns and all to the gunplay of it all just the, the simple things that we need to make a good competitive cod and i just feel like that focus isn't there but i mean we it saw it right a few years ago that interview right when modern fair dropped the, uh -huh. the intent the intent was to lower the skill gap and i think that's bleeding into competitive and we're seeing that more and more each year yeah. of what that kind of looks like i think cold war was a little bit of a you know example back to reality of what it looks like when the game isn't as inconsistent, but but yeah, I think you know when we when we look at you know the game's skill gap and how it's been adjusted and how it plays, we're obviously seeing that result. We're having yeah. a, we still have yet to have one repeat winner. So no, hundred percent. And listen, before we get into the standings a little bit, I just had a couple questions that I took from the chat. Some people want us to talk about a few things. One of them being Illy. That was an announcement this week. Illy's coming back for Optic Texas. Uh, Shotzi, he he said it on stream that that he's been practicing with the squad. He also put a couple uh, some scoreboards up. I think he put a scoreboard up of Illy just frying and doing his thing. What yeah, do you guys think him. about that? You screened him, and how was Illy? How was he doing? He was doing his thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, hell yeah, it. that's awesome, man. I'd I love mean, to hear like, that. At, at major, major three, I was like, I saw Ellie backstage, and yeah. he said he's gonna come back, and then obviously he went through a little rough patch. I was like, I can't wait to play against you. I can't wait to play against you too, man. Yeah, yeah that's uh, funny. <laughs> you guys are talking a little shit. Nah, yeah, nah, just like you know, I, I I've been like. Well, since Ellie came in, you know, he's a great, he's a, he's a really nice person. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. He's a good kid, man. I like Ender too. You really know, I'm, I'm glad he is back. Um. 
Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, obviously, not, obviously not glad he's back for competition wise. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, yeah, like, yeah. You know, it's, it's nice to see a friend like back but in action. I, I just, it, it was just a little weird because he was in and then he was out and he was in and he was out. But I, I definitely uh, think that you know, if he's playing and they're letting him play, that everything's got to be okay. Doctor must have cleared him. He must feel great and. Oh, well, he ready was cleared last time, right? Where he came in for a week and then bounced, right? That was that was weird. That was a little weird. I don't Listen, like it, I, I the think, fact that it was a week ago, right? Is where it was it confused yeah. me a little bit because I just didn't know what was going on. I still don't really know what's going on, so it's hard for I me mean, to comment on. I mean, I can't speak it. for him because I'm not him and I'm not playing with his hand, but when we scrimmed like it was just it didn't he didn't seem like off at all. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, yeah. So, he's yeah. doing his I thing. Think, I think this is something where I hope it works out. Um, I'm still a little nervous for him. Obviously, I want him to be fully healthy and not have any issues, but I am nervous of, of them potentially rushing this, right? We talked about this last episode where, you know, it may be the safer option just to, to, to chalk it for the year and let him come back next year. But uh, I hope it works out. I hope he's healthy. I hope he's got no more issues going forward. I hope he's back to playing like himself. The only issue that, I, you know, that I, that I see is that they're about to go up against the New York subliners. So it kind of really sucks for him that he's coming back and shots he's going to have to play against Krim, which we know he can't win. Um, <laughs> so that's a rough series to return on. But after that... Might you be know, a I good series to return on because he might come out and smoke New York for all we know. He might come out and smoke these fucking guys. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens, you, man. You, you, guys, you guys know how hard it is as well. Like after... I mean, you know, I just lived that. But like a month break like or like two months or however long they played with Prolute to then Illy coming straight back in. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's, it's a transition period even though they played and won. Like it's still a transition period because you played with another player for like two months. Yeah, I, listen, man. I, I wish him to the best of luck, man. And I, I, I know what it what it's like to go through a hand injury, and I, I don't know exactly what his injury is exactly, but uh, I, I wish him the best. I, I know mentally it's not a, an easy thing to go through because clearly he loves the game, and clearly he wants to play the game. And let me tell you something, man. Him sitting at home watching them play with somebody else does not feel good. So for him, I, I think he's just, uh, if he feels ready, I'm, I'm rooting for him personally. I want to see him do well. I want to see him do his fucking thing, which I, uh, he is. He's going to do his thing. It's it's Ender. He's going to come out and I don't want to hear no bullshit. This guy has a bad map period there and people are saying I don't want to hear no stupid shit. Because if you, you know how it is, especially in fucking Vanguard. I, I just want to come back, be impactful, make plays and, and do what he does. And uh, it'll, be, it'll be exciting to get him back into that optic roster. So rooting for the guy. Uh, let's take a look at the standings. Uh, right now, New York, man, they're inching up, man. They're right there. Uh, Rocker, so that perfect, was a though. that was a big loss for them, to, uh, or uh, a bad loss for them, Pat. This Rock, this loss today, a huge uh, loss. Because I still think the Reelers are coming down. I still feel Florida's going up. So, yeah, that, I think it was that a massive was, loss. That's that why I was so hurt. mad, Tom. That's like I wouldn't have cared if this was just a regular series, but for a series as important to that to make as big of a blunder like that in the vetoes, that that really bothered me. Just, I mean, no team should be doing that at this level. So. Yeah, no, um, yeah, we'll I see how I, it plays out. Yeah, we'll we'll see what ends up happening with them. Let's actually take a look at tomorrow's matches and see who's playing. So tomorrow we got four matches. We got the Florida Mutineers going up against London, Optic going up against Paris, uh, Seattle going up against New York. Wait, they don't play Optic plays Paris next. How they play oh, someone Paris? Lied to me. Someone lied to me. They, so lied they to play you? New York on Sunday. Yeah, yeah they play Paris. Oh, okay. So they they must play. Okay, they play twice this week. Paris is a fantastic match for Ellie to come back into. Fuck it. Come out I don't there. know because you saw Don. You saw Don's clip. Like he's coming to ruin dreams. So. I actually haven't seen Don's clip. Everybody was talking about it. I don't oh, know yeah. what he said, but what yeah, did he, he say? That they were just gonna come into stage uh, four and 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 ruin people's chances. So. 
All right, let's I think they're coming out with the, <laughs> the boogeyman. Well, I mean, well, I mean, they're, they're, yeah, I mean, they're already funny, good. Man. They're secured for champs, Pat. So they yeah, 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 but you know, not maybe not optic, but after that, you know. Oh, okay. Yeah, you never playing you, spoiler. I mean, yeah, you've been ruining my scrim dreams. I'll tell you that. Yeah, we'll we'll see what's going on with with. Hey, you gotta think though. Hold on, you gotta think. And Don Don thinks like me. Yeah, they them beating optic may not you know directly influence what happens but if they beat optic and put optic in a worse position for playoffs at major four to then play against a team who does need to get that win then they'd be playing spoiler because they were the reason optic played as a lower seed instead of a higher seed something to keep in mind chat i know i'm six steps ahead you hadn't thought about that yet but now you have so tom what's the next <laughs> one? fucking guy uh i was gonna say uh we got seattle going up against new york and then we got phase going up against lag so we got some good matches tomorrow i'm excited for all these we got the florida mutineers going up against london i got uh oh i got london in this one bro london looks good man and not just because trey's here because i doubted <laughs> london and i doubted you guys in the last series so I need to yeah, make I know. sure. I, I went over that, Tom. Yeah, no, I need to make sure that I fucking I get right for this one. So Trey, I'm gonna need you to fucking come out, take it, Beijing. But we'll see what happens. So I got London in the first one. Then we got Optic versus Paris. I mean, dude, I got Optic. I mean, come on, 20 points, Paris. What are you gonna do? Seattle Surge going up against New York. I personally got New York after a shaky day from Seattle, and New York just really needs this shit right now. I just feel like New York is just going for for an undefeated stage. They're they're two and zero right now. They want to come out and win map after map, and uh, I, I think they're going to do it, man. I don't know why. I don't know why I have such a weird feeling with New York that they're just somehow going to make some fucking crazy run. They start 2-0. They've been playing well. I just feel like it's that time for them. So uh, I got New York going over Seattle, and then phased LAG. I got, I got phased. I still don't understand the roster change from LAG. Still don't get it. You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? Still don't get it they at had, all. They had Nero and Vivid signed under contract last year. Yeah, they did have New York. Wow, that is crazy. That out, yeah, yeah, that is crazy. I didn't even think about that. Wow. Interesting, man. I got FaZe. We're going up against LAG. So who do you got, Pat? Uh, I got Mutineers. I think the Ravens are hot right now. Um, and, you know, all good things must come to an end. I think they got to cool down a little bit. They're performing well. Teams are just giving them maps in the veto process. They're laughing about it. Hopefully, Florida doesn't do the same. Uh, so I'm going to take Florida <laughs> in a close one there. I'll be back um, tomorrow, Pat, okay? <laughs> Listen, if you have a haircut, I'm going to switch up, so let me know if you're getting a haircut. I'll, I'll keep getting morning. haircuts if you want me to, Pat. Okay, okay. I'll keep a couple uh, fades here. Pat might as well start paying you for these haircuts. He's start giving you a little, little 20 for a oh, haircut sweet. here. I, yeah, I got, I got a haircut coming up next week, too, so that's perfect. Nice, man, uh, nice. You're getting anyway. haircuts together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> next match, Optic Legion. Uh, Optic's probably going to win that. Uh, <laughs> Dude, what? I'll, Listen, next one, yeah, I got no New shit, York. Bro. I yeah, got yeah. New York. I got New York. Uh, yeah, I think Surge is, you know, a little rocky, a little rocky right now, losing to the to the breach. <laughs> but and, and I agree with you, Tom. I think, I think New York, it is possible for them to have that 5-0 and run. I mean, they're going into their major. Uh, yeah, it's super bro. important for I don't them. Know. They want, just, to, they want to make all, this run. The story's ending, Pat. The story's, it's 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 all just writing itself. Yeah, we're on the final chapter. We're, we're on in the final, the final chapter, wait, chapter wait, wait, of the Pat, New York Pat, subway. I have a question. <laughs> and Pat, man. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Pat, I have a question. If Surge won today, would you have still went with New York? Yeah, I, I think <laughs> I think New York's going to go 5-0. I, I, okay. I think they can do it. We looked at their... We looked at their uh, matchups early on. I think they got like this one and one more tough one, but I think they can. Uh, no, they, 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 I think they have a solid matchup this time. They play they, Optic they, on Sunday. They play Optic on Sunday, uh, and I think that should be a win for them. So Krim actually to... tweeted me today after we beat Minnesota because every win for like every win that's not from Florida and Minnesota is good for him. 
Right. And he, yeah, he, yeah. Tweeted, he tweeted me the salute emoji. So yeah, that's a yeah, fire I mean, emoji by the way. Firing range every day. He's been driving his Porsche to get coffee. Like he's, he's, he's living, bro. He's, he's locked. locked. He's locked. Yeah. locked Batman sure. is locked in. So I got him making this at least online run in the qualifier. Then yeah, I got face absolutely smoking the gorillas. That might be the fastest match of the week. And, <laughs> um. Agree with you, Tom. Roster change made no sense. <laughs> Team is chalked, in my opinion. So we'll see how it, it plays out. But I think they're they're not going to make champs, and I think they're just going to slowly fall off the cliff. But anyway, <laughs> that's it for the predictions. All right, bro. And uh, yeah, that's going to do it for us. Except for one more thing, Mohawk, bro. What the fuck happened to this guy? This guy Yo, won the I tournament, and then the next day woke up and he was dropped. Yo, what Adam the fuck happened? Crazy, yeah, bro. Well, I, I don't want to. What happened? What, does anybody? Does anybody know what happened there? I, I think. Look, I think they just wanted to improve. Uh, we've seen situations like that. I think they yeah, as, as a team. Uh, obviously, I don't know, but as a team, I think you know if if the team believed that with the better man they are, um, that they would do better and dominate champs. And I think they eliminated competition right in this move. I mean, Assault was on a good team, the team that was winning back to back cups. Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't know. I, 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 you know, Salt's obviously a super talented player. No disrespect to Mohawk, um, but I, I, you know, I picked up Damon and I dropped Clay, right? And I looked like a moron, but it was obviously the right move to make. Um, so it's a, just a situation where you're thinking long term. You want to win. You want to stay on top. You got to make the tough choices. I think this was one of them. So they obviously needed a main AR if they're dropping Mohawk. And I think they got one of the best ones, if not the best one in Challenger. Um, Assault had been dominating the cup, so. You know, it's it's a shitty thing to see, especially when a team just comes off a win and they dominate the way they did. But uh, if it if it ends up to them holding the trophy at the end of the year, it was the right play to make. It doesn't like it in the time in the you know the the, the present, but it does in the future. So we'll just have to see. I mean, it's a, it's a it's typical. You know, straight after a win and you want to change it's typical. Mm-hmm. I, to me, it felt like they had already wanted to make the change. Right? They just still had the elite playoffs coming up because it was right after. It literally felt yeah. like it was like win or lose after. Uh, the elite playoffs they were making this change that's kind of what my my take was yeah all i know is that scrappy kid's good as fuck he's got a fucking he likes to talk shit got a little ego on him but he's confident you know he's that's what you like to see out of a young rook it's, and he was doing some crazy shit in challengers he was just shitting on him he's definitely a step ahead down there i don't know have you guys been tuning in at all to challengers like pat and uh, I, know, I, I i know he's good he's a step I know ahead he's scoreboards but i don't even care about challengers i mean i saw what he did when he came into the uh the pro league and yeah, played i think yeah. We we kind of talked about this. I mean, this this kid definitely could be on, you know, any CDL team at the moment um, that would want him. And um, it's just unfortunate that he is signed to Toronto Ultra. So So he said he's a young Zuma. I mean, his name's Tomas. His name's Thomas. He's from Jersey. That's that's how I was. I was like that too when I was younger. I definitely like to talk a lot of shit. That's because everybody was always talking shit. So I mean, you know, uh, the young bins nowadays, bro. That's all it is. Yeah, I mean, you're in the you're you're in the pit, bro. Yeah, you're in the pit. I mean, bro, when I was coming up, everybody was always running their fucking mouth. So what do you gotta do? You gotta run your mouth back. I I don't know if fighting fire with fire is the best advice, but you take it how you want it. But that's just how it was. And then as you get older, you kind of get out of it. But, man, that's going to do it for us, man. I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Thank you guys so much for watching. Trey, thank you so much for coming on. It's an absolute pleasure having you on, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, And then who else came on? Tony came on for a little bit, and I don't know what the fuck was going on in in that room, but... Shout out to him and anybody who, who came on. Shout out to Chris and, and Pat. And as always, man, thank you guys so much for watching. Like, comment, subscribe. 
Uh, make sure to go to anchor.fm slash the flank. Yes, sir. Vote. Vote for me if you'd like. Uh, go to anchor.fm slash the flank. Check out all the audio sites around and go follow at the flank on Twitter. Gersh, doing a phenomenal job running socials. So make sure to go follow at the flank. Take care. Brush your hair. And we'll see you guys tomorrow in another episode of the flank, man. Peace out. Peace.